everybody. Just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about the best place oh, to yeah. listen to all your audio titles. You can't beat Audible. Audible yeah. lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. You'll always find the best of what you love or something new to discover. Right. They have it all. They offer an incredible selection across every genre from bestsellers, yeah. new releases, celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, motivation, wellness, business, and more. If it's out there, they have it. I'm telling you, I spend so much time on Audible. I love it so much. So many titles for the show that we, all of our podcasts and everything else. It's just phenomenal for traveling. It's great. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases and next listen recommendations to habituate every type of thriller listener. You're going to love it. Keep your heart rate up month after month with this pulse pounding collection you can't hear anywhere else. Now, the title I'm listening to right now that I'm having a lot of fun listening to is The Devil in the White City, it's called. Oh. It's by Eric Larson. It's the story of H.H. Holmes all oh. around the World's Fair in Chicago and how right. he was able to get all this done because there was so much stuff going on. And it's right. really creepy and really great. Fantastic, uh, fantastic listen. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep for keep the it. entire catalog. Mm-hmm. You can have it. It's fantastic, including latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash smalltownmurder or text smalltownmurder to 500-500. That's audible.com slash smalltownmurder or text smalltownmurder to 500-500. Now back to the show. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You've got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to help with that. This winter, all your favorite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise. There must be something we've missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it, love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when I say we're done. Stream your favorite detectives only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. This week, we look at the town of Irvington, Alabama, where a troubled person went from getting their life back on track to murder in one night. Welcome to Small Town Murder. Hello, and welcome to Small Town Murder. Oh, yay, yay, indeed. My name is James Petragallo. I'm here with my co-host. I'm Jimmy Wisman. Thank you, folks, so, so much for joining us. We're so excited this week. Mm -hmm. We apologize profusely for last week because it sucks. We recorded an episode. (laughs) We put it together. We came to the studio. (laughs) We recorded it. We spent three hours of our lives uh, in here. That's the problem. The countless hours outside of it. Oh, yes. And then spent so much time. One of the mics didn't work and it worked (laughs) at the time and it's everything is fine. And then when you went to edit it, it literally one of the one of the mics wasn't there. Just Jimmy was gone. (laughs) And I sounded like a crazy person who was talking out into a void and then 
hearing something that I took as an answer and then <laughs> and then answering it like a lunatic. So you wouldn't have liked it. The weirdness. You wouldn't have liked it. It would have been very very strange. So we're gonna try it again this week. Right. Uh, thank you, folks, so much this week for your iTunes reviews. Uh-huh. Even though there wasn't an episode, you guys still came through a lot. <laughs> we really really appreciate it. It's a big thing on the business end. iTunes has some weird funky algorithm that yeah. weighs these stupid reviews heavily. So thank you, folks. So much for doing that. If you have not yet, please get on iTunes. Give us five stars. Doesn't matter what you say. Tell us it's hot where you live. Yeah. Because it's hot where we live. It's hot everywhere. It's hot everywhere. This week there's been fucking like people dying records. in records. Yeah. yeah, in the Midwest. It's terrible. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's so so sad. do that. Tell us your saddest heat story. Yeah. You can do that. And uh, it was 87 be... in Phoenix on Saturday. That was amazing. And 106 in, in Wisconsin. That was weird. We had a weird rainy day. It'll be 111 yeah. here Friday. Right. It'll be 74 there. So It'll screw be you, Wisconsin. We don't feel so bad for you. Until Halloween. Definitely, right. definitely. So uh, do that. Give us the review. If that's not enough for you, if you want to be a superstar, a hero producer, one of uh, those fine people that we'll talk about at the end of the show, who are our favorite people on the face of the earth, honestly, that keep the show going, uh, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash crime in sports. Uh, you can make donations there or go over to PayPal and use our email address, crime in sports at gmail.com to make a one-time donation. Want to get a hold of the show? That's easy to do. Uh, at Murder Small on Twitter, at Small Town Murder on Instagram. Small Town Pod on Facebook, or you can just make it easy on yourself and do all these things at the website, shutupandgivememurder.com. All the donations, the merch, you can get T-shirts. We have a bunch of new T-shirts up there, so check that out. Uh, Lots of fun stuff. Uh, Do that, please. And uh, with all that out of the way, without further ado, we got to do the disclaimer, of course. Uh, This is a comedy podcast. It is. Uh, uh, Some people don't realize that comedy and true crime can happen (laughs) together, but they really can. Yeah. I know it might sound weird, but the way we do it, it really kind of works. I got to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, seems to be. <laughs> seems to be working. Uh, it's not, and I'll say this, and it's funny. Jimmy always laughs and I go, it's not that bad. And it's not. <laughs> this isn't a disclaimer telling you about the content. It's called Small Town Murder, so expect murder and right. expect bloody things and shit right. like that. And I would expect you would expect that. But the the, the disclaimer is to tell you that there's jokes also. Right. This is a comedy podcast. We're comedians, right. and it's insane that we have to do a disclaimer saying be careful there's comedy but we do because it's the way it is what we do is we try to not make fun of the victims or of the victim's family because we're assholes but but we're not scumbags that's That's how we we operate (laughs) over here so that's what i mean we're not making fun of dead kids and this and that's not that's not what we do here uh we we have a good time and we're all in the car now we're on the way to the liquor store you're involved Buckle up and keep your beers down. No complaining after this point. I know they made jokes. Well, you know what? You're in, you're involved now. So uh, get on board, and uh, and you can just shout from the rooftop, yes. shut up, and give me murder. murder. And we're going to do it. Yes. Right now. Yes. Let's get to it, Jimmy. Where are we going? We're going on a trip. Fantastic. Oh, baby, on a trip. Are you all uh, Yeah. You ready to go? Got, you packed up? I got road up? sodas, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, you're ready to rock this? and what roll. Is what is this? Right. Oh, oh, would you see this? Uh, did you got your chargers Matt and Lauer sent me a dildo. Oh, That was well. so kind of him. I was going to say, Jimmy, it's not like that's, that makes you unique or special. <laughs> 
If you get a dildo from Matt Lauer, everybody, yeah. it's not special. He just had a mailing list yeah. and a pile of dildos yeah. to send out. A mountain of dildos <laughs> in the corner of his emails. office. Absolutely. Uh, we're going all the way down to Alabama. All right. Our, 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 one of our returning uh, down there, yeah. which uh, obviously we were very well received last time. Yeah. We did Anniston, Alabama, Terrific. and uh, their local newspaper got mad at us, well, which is fucking hilarious. PCBs in your water. That happens, yeah, when, uh, when you're all a little brain damaged down there from having a water supply. That's been poisoned, and you, and you guys just go, Matt, fuck it, we'll live fuck. here anyway. Sorry, that's what happens. And you're going to get made fun of a little bit. Right. And it was good natured, too. Yeah. We tried, we, we didn't kind. shit on the people. No. We were just like, why are they still there? If yeah, there's that's shit, really if there's no drink, why, have that, why haven't they, A, fixed the water or left? What is we happening? Ha- we had questions that we left out there that after an article did not answer they didn't any, answer of, any no. of those questions. None of them. So. Oh, well, but we're going to a different part of Alabama yeah. this time. Uh, Anniston, Alabama, the last town was like up in north central Alabama. Yeah. This one's down there. This yeah. one's in southwestern Alabama, down okay. by the water. Yes. Uh, we're going to Irvington, Alabama. Alabama uh, is on the coast. It is on the yeah. coast, yeah. That's right. Irvington, Alabama. It's in southwestern Alabama, and it's right where Alabama makes a little panhandle. You betcha. It's a panhandle. <laughs> this is the, and this isn't the Florida panhandle, no. not even the Texas. This is the Alabama panhandle. Right. This is the king of panhandles. <laughs> it should be called Alapanhandle. Right. That's the fucking state. So this is in the pay. You know this is going to yeah. be exciting. Mm-hmm. Alabama panhandle behavior, baby. Does Let's do Alabama kind of make like the same shape as Georgia? Is Georgia right next to it? Yeah, Georgia's kind of swollen a little bit though. Okay. Alabama is just kind of a straight up and down, gotcha. kind of a big rectangle box gotcha. with a panhandle handle kind of coming georgia down that connects like to jet? mississippi yeah because georgia georgia wanted to claim some coast oh, so they're between south carolina yep. and uh and florida there gotcha. so they're, they're kind of there and then they jut out toward the coast All like right. hey we'll take some of that beach too yeah atlanta wasn't enough there? for you you nope. selfish fucks nope god damn it absolutely Jesus. not so you got uh, the best city in the south yeah, you do, apparently. Okay, and uh, f- we're going to be there, but we that's are. we can't announce that yet. But uh, we will see you guys in the you fall. Bet. That's a hint. Yeah. Lots of other places, too. End of the month, we'll announce mm-hmm. that, though. Lots of stuff coming out. Never mind all that yes. shit, though. This place, uh, southwestern Alabama panhandle, and okay. just like you'd think it is, uh, it's 20 minutes from Mobile, Alabama, yes. down there, which is kind of the, the hub of that yeah. area for, for Alabama, and about four and a half hours to Anniston, Great. the last place we did. So it's it's a distance it's a, to there. It's a long way away from PCBs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, these people can drink the water <laughs> freely. and it does, Well, it's from what we know. Right. We don't know if they, they might discover they've been poisoning <laughs> right. it horribly for, for years. Years and like, years. Why do all these kids have giant tumors? <laughs> on their heads right. all in the same place coming right. right out of the top of their head like a cone it just grows in the shape it's, of a mullet it doesn't weird. even we don't even shave the sides S- sales of child's hats in this town go through the roof though that's the thing it's just you can't get the hat kids hat stores empty people flying off the shelves Got holy it. shit so uh this mobile county zip code 36544 area code 251 uh it's a weird thing because it's a we'll talk about what it is exactly but it's an area it's not like a defined little town it's like mm-hmm. a geographic area that's held together by a zip code okay we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that but it's so the whole area is about 40 square miles okay. here but that's the town lot. the town isn't that big like the, where people live in a town extra land for nothing yeah that's kind of that counts some outs just you know swamps and shit like that that's just in that area beautiful that's kind of the ge- geographical area uh the the, the town, it's it's kind of small, so there's no uh, – and they don't really have a town per se. Uh-huh. It's just kind of a uh, – it's a town but not 
incorporation wise, mm-hmm. technically. So they're not going to have their own motto, obviously. Sure. You got to go to Mobile County for the motto. Oh, boy. Now, they're going to have a motto. They're yeah. the whole goddamn county. Uh, Mobile County motto uh, quote, we swear we're nicer to black people now. <laughs> I mean, stay away from my right. sister, but otherwise, you know. So they're trying. Yeah. That, that's, that's progress for Alabama, for sure. I got to be honest with you. We swear, <laughs> you know. I mean, let's not get crazy about right. it, but, you know, that's they're, they're trying is what we're getting at. So uh, that is not really Mobile, their motto. we're putting a trademark on the homes. That's it, Mobile right? Mobile homes, that's Mobile. what they are. Oh, man, they'd make some money if they you did that. You bet they Holy would. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn it, they missed out. They did. Mobile, well, we can do this. Let's trademark it. <laughs> Same we, spelling. Once we trademark it, it's ours. That doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. Uh, history of this town. Uh, the, the great thing is, the like, if you look up this this town, you uh-huh. know, generally, uh, start from the beginning, I'll Google search a town, uh-huh. and all the shit pops pops up and you sure. go from there and you get a little finer with your searches but right in the beginning there's always like the town website the yeah. wikipedia so you click on the wikipedia because you want an overview how big's the town you know that right. sort of shit what's the zip code and the picture yeah. on the town is usually town square yeah. sometimes it's the sign sometimes it's the school it's the yeah. courthouse it's something sometimes like it's that santa <laughs> could be santa right. you never know it's all these different things this though different yeah. unlike any other one we've done in the previous 72 episodes this just shows a picture of four middle-aged men in suits performing gospel songs no. on a stage Why? just standing there that's the town <laughs> it's and the picture says of it the caption is gold city performing in irvington who are they uh, it's some gospel band oh. uh, they're an american southern gospel court Tet based in Gadsden, Alabama. So they're not even here. No, fuck no, no. They're just they're, they don't live just, there. But they just, came there once, uh-huh. and they're real proud of it. It was a they banner took, moment. They took Gads, the pride of Gadsden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, put that shit on our wiki. Banner moment. Well, I mean, if you look at their their discography, Jimmy, yeah. as I did, obviously because I can't help myself. You have to. Uh, they have been around since 1981. Oh, that's sad. Uh, they have released I don't know 70 albums. It looks like 50 albums. Like, Ridiculous amount of albums. From what year? 1981. 37 years on this planet. Oh, God. And we've never heard of them. Never heard of these son of a bitches, ever. And they've gone through, I looked it up, all different members yeah. go through, in and out. Of it's, course. It's, it's like fucking Leonard Skinner. It's ridiculous, this fucking band. They have uh, some of their, their, the year 2000, they released four albums. Jesus. These people are like post-death Tupac. It's in amazing. one year. 91, five albums. What? Five pumping them out some of them were just like one is super 70s gospel hits volumes yeah. one two and three <laughs> things like that i like their album uh uh, uh voices of christmas uh-huh. uh moving up yeah uh, not the old soul version no. of moving up i'm moving sure up i'm heaven. sure it's moving up to or heaven moving not, up the list not toward your destination <laughs> as uh, we might think uh hymns sung by the gold city quartet yeah my favorite album though that i i play Do nightly they spell hymns correctly or do they just spell h-i-m-s no no they got it right they got it right <laughs> that would be amazing my favorite <laughs> this is the one well there's two there's uh-huh. two uh two i'll be listening to and i'll fight myself on the yeah. way out of which one i'm going to listen to one is sing gold nuggets Jesus. which i think sounds pretty cool <laughs> and uh the other one though is my think it's my favorite i think i'll read it again that's the name of the album that's the name of the album finish that bible they called it think i'll read it again <laughs> is what they said that's literally what it is like i like that 
It's yeah. fucking hilarious. So yeah, the real, real gospel. Uh, but away from. I think from, I'll read it again. We should just make this about the Gold City Quartet. <laughs> Never mind Irvington, Alabama. Fuck it. Never mind all this town shit. Let's just talk about these guys for 45 minutes. And I, I'd be okay with that. I don't yeah. think the rest of the people would They'd be like, "Why are they talking about some gospel band I've never heard about?" And once we get to the end of their bio, think we'll start again. That's no. what it is. I think I'll read it again. I'm going to look over at Jimmy and go. Yeah. I think I'll read it again. We'll go right back. I'll just scroll back up to the top of my notes. On and the there we go. page. Here we go. Let's talk about their album. Because I could read off all their album uh, names and we could make fun of each of them individually. We could get an hour out of that. They've That's done the 37 part. years. I hope whoever listens to this knows one of these fucks and in their 40th anniversary gets us to roast them. That I would, would love that. That would be amazing. I would love that. They'd be so just horrified. Just feed us so much information about like, them. And, a, they know we're a Christian yeah. gospel band, right? What are these two? talking about Making, i think he just cleverly called me a faggot i think uh, he just did he say i fuck kids <laughs> i think he called me a pet no that ain't right is it? no well, pedophile means kid fucker right that doesn't right. mean like walks on two feet yeah yeah that's right because i heard you know how i could get that wrong you i get confused sometimes i did drop out of the, right. in the seventh grade but i figured the bible education would carry me through as a matter of fact i'm confused i think oh, i'll read it again yeah. let me get back to it right now thank you all right so uh, early in the 20th century yeah. uh, this was a farm community uh, as the south was pretty farm heavy down sure. there uh, it was the center of the tongue oil business t-u-n-g tongue, tongue oh. oil business that does that help you he said <laughs> oh like, now i know <laughs> i didn't well, know before but I, I still don't know but it sure leads me away from where i was thinking yeah, yeah. No, i was thinking that. is there oil in my tongue no <laughs> good for you actually uh no the sahara desert fart fact of the week <laughs> is actually that uh Ver, uh vernicia 40 uh or fordil i can't see if that's a 40 mm-hmm. uh is known as the tongue tree. It's a species of a tree. It's uh, native to China and Burma and northern Vietnam. Got it. Uh, it's a tree like that. And uh, Tongue is Asian. Tongue, well, it. yeah. What they do is uh, they have uh, oily seeds and uh, they become ripe in the autumn. It's valued for tongue oil, which they get from the seeds. And uh, that is what they, it's, it's called wood nut oil or nut oil in China. They Gross. used to use it for lamps and shit like that. And now they use it for varnish and caulk and paint. And stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. That's nut oil have. and caulk. There's so many dick jokes, that's, James. It's, it's this is ridiculous. Caulk, nut oil, wood was in yeah. there also. There's just too much there. You're, you're an embarrassment of riches, <laughs> yeah. Irvington, Alabama, between the Gold City Quartet and this shit. Good Lord. It takes a lot for us to be mature right now. You don't understand. You're an embarrassment to be so overpopulated with the ability for dick jokes. I'm kind of sad we did all those jokes about the Gold City Quartet because now we can't do all these dick jokes. Like we could do five minutes of dick jokes, but instead we talked about that. So that's fine. Sorry. You could make all the dick jokes on your own. Play on your own. Tell you what, pause this. Right. For the next 90 seconds, nothing but dick jokes. Let them fly everything oh, nice. you can get out of those words all together and then tweet them at us. Right. And we're happy we'll with that. We'll take it. We'll take it. So uh, it's, it's a fan, uh, uh, listener uh, uh, Appreciation pr- day. participation. Right. So 
Uh, down there, uh, this area has been occupied, obviously, because it's by water, so it's been occupied forever. Sure. No area by water never had people on right. it. It's just uh, where people went. Obviously, it was indigenous people back uh, in the day. Uh, the Choctaw uh, tribe was there a lot. Uh, it was around there for the most part. Uh, they encountered first uh, French traders and colonists sure. came through this way first. That's why everything down south by the Gulf is French, because right. that's where the French came in. Sure. They had to come in the back door. You bet. They're, they're That's like, how the French do it. We, we, mm, mm. They'll come up front. They, they will be looking for for the New York. Right. They will come that way in they that will, area. They will see us in the Boston. When they bend over to pick it up, we go in from behind. <laughs> If you know what I mean. We go in the butthole. I am talking about the butthole, yes. <laughs> yes. Terrible French accents. Where do, the, where do the hurricanes go? That's where we will enter. We will That's be not there. a bright spot. That's not a smart We will be there. We will drink. We will have sex while the winds blow across us on the beach. It will be beautiful. Somehow, even in the hurricane force winds, I would be able to light a non-filter cigarette after orgasm on top of stranger woman. If it is woman, I do if not If it is chat. woman. Honestly, nah. It doesn't really matter to me. Hole, hole. Once bent over, it's what's fine. the difference? Butthole is butthole. So... We've established that the French are pirates of any butthole they can find. Doesn't matter. Uh, that's what they were doing. They were in search of buttholes uh-huh. in the in the Gulf, and uh, they instead uh, encountered the Choctaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, the British took over the territory in 1763, uh, and uh, along with a bunch of other French uh, things from that era, uh, they defeated the French in the Seven Years' War. Uh, and then during the American Revolutionary War, it became under Spanish rule okay. because that was. Florida was owned by Spain, so they just kind of crept up into there mm. and was like, we'll take all that shit on the water. Right. Let's just, we're on the panhandle, just take it clear across. The whole damn thing. That's it right there. So uh, uh, they did that. Spain finally ceded uh, the territory down there to us and about to the United States yeah. in the War of 1812. So that's okay. when this became official. In the 1830s, yeah. uh, a president that we are very familiar with, yeah. uh, Andrew Jackson, yes. uh, surprise, did some mean shit to Indians. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Aren't we all shocked? He did that down there? Uh, everywhere. <laughs> He's just looking, where the fuck are these natives? Right. Get them. No, no. Rip their children from their hands, bash them on a rock, and then take the rest of them that way. God damn it. Like, horrible. Right. Uh, he forced the removal of most of the Native Americans, uh, uh, and they relocated them to Indian territory west of the Mississippi, and then, then they ended up in, like, Oklahoma and okay. shitholes like that. that was and then nice they also moment. ended up getting pushed out toward the East Coast. Yeah. They were just pushing people away from where they wanted to be. That is fucking amazing. It's why would you terrifying. take that shit area of land from somebody? It's by the water. Yeah, but We're still, it. it's ugly as hell. God, it's, port, it's so baby. gross. I don't care. Port is is commerce, mm-hmm. goddammit. And if you can take the spices and cotton and shit back to the old country, <laughs> holy shit, that's going to be worth some money. Yeah. Good Lord. The things they would do for saffron. It's That's ridiculous. Saffron, damn it. Saffron. I'm, I'm very sorry yeah. about all your families, Native Americans. Sorry. Do, have you had saffron? It's pretty delicious. <laughs> they were only wearing wool in Europe. Do you know how hot that is when it's humid out? It's sticky. They don't want to wear wool over there. Right. What are we doing? Uh, bring cotton. cotton. Come on. It breathes. <laughs> what are we doing? So uh, the uh, Choctaw, though, they had the last laugh because they reorganized and gained state recognition oh. in the you know late 20th century, 
1979, they got recognized by the state, which allows them to do what? Open casinos. Oh, you betcha. They were like, oh, we'll have the last laugh. We'll yeah. take every fucking dime yeah. of you. <laughs> we'll Hope- get all your saffron riches. Yeah, hoping a descendant <laughs> of Andrew Jackson yeah. walks through the door. Get him on a slot machine. <laughs> so uh, The problem is they wouldn't notice now because the descendants of Jackson are the people with the last name Jackson are mostly black people. I was going to say, that's you a lot even of black know. people. Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't even like, realize that you're they'd lifting. They'd be very confused. Right. <laughs> like, hold on a second. Whisper in each other's ears. This is, no. This is not right. Black people drive us or black people didn't? No, they were fucking too. Yeah, they were fucked too. What are we talking about here? No, no, it's not their fault. What do we do? So uh, it was uh, uh, Mississippi was uh, admitted to a state uh, as a state in the union in 1817. And that's this used to be part of the Mississippi Territory. And uh, when Mississippi became a state, part of that was to give got to make a straight line down the state line and give this part to the Alabama Territory. And uh, the state of Alabama was uh, uh, granted statehood in 1819. That's what it is over there. It's Mississippi. And to, the, to the west is Mississippi. Right. I yeah. thought it was Georgia because I'm stupid. Yeah. That's what I did. From east to west, Georgia, Alabama, <laughs> right. Mississippi, Louisiana. and Louisiana. Got it. Then Texas. I'm in. There you go. We're in, baby. <laughs> Well, that's good. A lot of people aren't from the U.S. Right. to listen to this. Now well, they know. I'm pretty goddamn dumb because this whole time Those are, I am from here. Yeah. That's the thing. Anyway, so after the U.S. Take, took the over the territory in eight, after the War of 1812, uh, new settlers started coming, very attracted to the land. Uh, they got uh, cotton things going on. And once the cotton gin started going, then it, they were cooking on the cotton mm-hmm. there. Uh, there was uh, nine documented lynchings in Mobile County. Uh, documented lynchings yeah. from 1891 to 1981. What do you think the percentage is that went undocumented? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> These are documented from 1891 to now. Although I think a lynching, they kind of wanted everyone to know about it. I think yeah, that was well, kind of the point I, of it. I suppose. Sort of. Yeah. But I guess not. Sometimes they probably just, yeah. well, who knows how shitty people were. Sometimes they just lynched them just to That's lynch them. That's true. Uh, but yeah, 1981 is the last uh, uh, far too documented recent. lynching. Yeah. And before that, it was 1919. But there was 1906, there was three. Jesus. 1907 was one, 1909 was one, 1910. So shit was right getting hot right there. Uh, courthouse caught on fire and burned down several times in this town. 1823, 1840, 1872. <laughs> Fuck that. Just whole, whole whatever thing they there. coat those things with. I think that's what the problem is. <laughs> yeah. The lumber was Hold coated that. with like an oil to keep Tongue it from oil, decaying. I right. That's exactly uh, what it is. Very flammable. <laughs> we forgot to mention that part of it. Uh, so there's Mobile, which is kind of like a, a city, mm-hmm. and then there's this place who has no personality and isn't really even incorporated, yeah. and then near it is Bayou Labater or Labatre, perfect, which is a cool town yeah. that is like has all this like neat shit that's like they they call themselves the seafood capital of Alabama. All right, uh, Forrest Gump was it was it was like in Forrest Gump this place they filmed that okay. there. Uh, uh, the uh, they built uh, the uh, in April 2005. Disney built uh, the giant Black Pearl pirate ship You're for Pirates of the right Caribbean and launched it out of that town. Is that right? Yes. I mean, that's pretty cool for a little town yeah. down there. Also, the uh, History Channel's reality show Big Shrimpin' takes place oh, there. Those bastards. But they have like something. How dare you steal from Pimp That's C. terrible. But they <laughs> they have some kind of personality. And then yeah. there's Irvington, which is an unincorporated community. Oh. That's what it is, which is a settlement that's not governed by its own local municipal corporation basically fuck it we're lazy is there another bigger <laughs> county fuck you yeah. guard you govern us right. just yeah send your cops that's really fine we don't need that shit do. just tell us what we need to do because we don't want to organize no. things you know that i think that's what it is paperwork mm-hmm. people are 
Just bad at paperwork. Listen, shrimp we, boats are coming in. We don't got shrimp time for, boats. We got uh, a lot going on yeah. right now. They're between the shrimp and, yeah. and the tongue oil, yeah. and Jesus, the the, the casinos are yeah. opening. Oh, it's a lot booming. going on right now. And also, I've I've attended four lynchings this year. I got a lot going on. <laughs> Very busy down here. Uh, people in this town population uh, right now it's listed as obviously this is by changes daily. Sure. So this weird figure that popped up is just luck, but it's uh, eleven thousand one hundred and eleven. So wow. uh, five ones across the that's board. That's cool. So that's kind of neat, and who knows what it is today. It's probably but not accurate. It's not accurate. <laughs> it's up about 32% since 1990. Okay. So people are moving down there. Yeah. I think there's some jobs down there, too, because there's shit by the water and yeah. there's stuff going on. Uh, median age down there is about 38 and a half. It's about a year older than normal. So it's it's kind of on point with, the, uh, okay. with regular. But there's some young people. There's a lot of old people down there, too. Uh, the female population is about 54%. Yeah. So that always says that it's a little older town. Okay. There's 10,000 people, so you can get kind of an accurate reading, and there's 54% female. There's probably some old people there. Yeah. That's just the way it yeah. works uh, usually. Anyway, uh, single populations lower than normal, that sort of thing. Uh, never married is also lower than normal. Okay. So people are getting married down there, yeah, goddammit. They're sticking around. They are. Yeah. Uh, more widows than usual, so you're going right. to get uh, alive women who yeah. are older there. Right. Uh, more divorce than usual, which more marriage is going to equal more divorce. That? that makes sense. Uh, married, like uh, single with children uh, or single without children uh, is actually more than normal here, too. Really? So there's more people married, but more people are single with no kids. It's but a, then that divorce is high. And then you'll get divorced. So that's what it is. And people are going to croak and yeah. drown in the Gulf. You and, betcha. Uh, the, the hurricane's going to take them. Right. Things are going to happen. We'll put it that way. It's Lynchings. Uh, yeah. it's, it's dangerous down there. People Shit's are dangerous. Disappear. People don't disappear. It's going to happen now. Uh, race, that's not funny at all. No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. That's why it's terrible. Uh, race of this town, it's a southern town, so you're going to get, uh, for the most part, unless yeah. it's real tiny, then there's kind of sure. pockets of an all-black town or right. all-white town. It's but, 75-25, but when generally. You're gonna, white, 75%. You bet. That's what it is right there. That's the south. I uh, love it. Although black, though, 8.41%. Oh, that's interesting. Not a lot of black people. The oddest stat I think I've ever seen here, uh, Asians... 8.21%. Holy hell. More than oh. usual, more than normal, and in seafood. the south. Seafood, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if they're shrimp, they're yeah. going to find it and if make something not, delicious out yeah, of it. Yeah, they're going to make some some sushis coming in, for uh, sure. Well, I don't know about sushi, but uh, they're going to figure out something, I think. <laughs> some flimps I'd like to. So, so, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. My co-host, Andrew I didn't Jackson. even get it out right. No, you didn't get it out right. That was the worst <laughs> That was the most stereotypical <laughs> racist joke I've ever heard in my life. That would be like it's if you tried lice you plick. That's, that would, that's what would be like I was if you tried to speak like seventies black <laughs> jazz, but said it with an English accent. Called me like a honky, but said it English wise. Yeah. Like, huh? What the hell did you just say? But I got where you were going. Threw in mate. At you the tried end of it. to be racist. We'll put it that way. So, I was uh, trying to quote goddamn lethal weapon. I, I know that's where I was going. I know where you're going. I didn't, going. Even, get, but it was I didn't a, even get the quote right. It's a poor representation. <laughs> <laughs> the quote was awful and the delivery was worse. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh my All right. God. So, uh, 5% Hispanic down yeah. there, uh, way less than normal. Uh, about 62% religious down there, yeah. which it's the South, so yeah. you're going to get that. Uh, 8% Catholic, which there's some Hispanic people mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, 0.76 LDS. They Interesting. Must have, they took that boat right yeah. in there, and they're right trying the to penetrate in the shoreline. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Trying to keep them virgins. <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of Baptists down there, uh-huh. obviously, because as we know, Baptists are the Catholics of the North. You bet. <laughs> 
The other way around. Right. <laughs> Catholics are the Baptists of the North. Right. Baptists, Baptists are, are the Catholics of, of the, the South. South. Thank right. you. Jesus Christ, that's confusing. So, uh, 0.24% Jewish. Wow. I don't know where the hell they're. That's an interesting. But it's under half, Alabama. So I'll well, take yeah, it. It's not a yeah, lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 0.38% Muslim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more than I expect for Alabama. Uh, about 45% Democrat. About 54% Republican, which is way. Uh, that's more Democrat than, yeah. than the rest of the state yeah. is. Which it's down by the coast. Anytime you get near water, people yeah. become a little more liberal. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's <laughs> they, a smell. They tend to you, not give a shit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> if it's like, well, there's water. I'm happy. Right. So fuck it. I, I don't know what it is. But well, it, you want it abortion? I'm on the beach having a Corona. Go get it. I don't know. That's not a political statement at all. It's just an observation. Uh, Unemployment rate here is about seven and a half. It's a little higher than normal. Median household income is about $37,000 a year, which is uh, way less than the $54,000 average in the country. I think there's something in that, by the way. There is. Oh, well, yeah. That is fascinating. If you look at just look at a map and see what people have voted, you'll see where the blue is. And it's around bodies of water. It's just just them going. It is. Lakes, uh, big lakes. But when you go to dinner with somebody in like a beach community, everybody just kind of chips in together. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's well, like, oh, there's 10 of us. Everybody pay 10%. And then one guy's like, I had steak. Fuck them all. I'm winning. And then somebody at the end is like, I just had rice and fish. Why am I damn. paying so much? Oh, yeah, whatever. We're oh, all together. Those damn we Asians nice and their fish. <laughs> and their tongue oil. There's a dude that had a steak and seven beers, and he's like, I paid eight bucks. Fuck yeah. it. I'm leaving. So uh, construction work in this town's um, more than usual. Yeah. Uh, twice as many manufacturing jobs down there. They're making some shit. Here, wholesale trade is higher than normal. That sort of thing. Uh, things like uh, you know, uh, things like that are higher. Whereas like finance and blue white collar sure. shit are lower. Uh, professional type jobs are like a third of the uh, normal. Arts and entertainment, point three five percent. Two guys. That's the, the quartet. That's yeah. it. The Gold City Quartet. I did find a job. I found a bunch of jobs. There's a ton of jobs as a driver slash yard laborer huh. down there. Some of them are like fifteen dollars an hour. That's the top I found. And I found one that is uh, eight seventy five to eleven dollars an hour. If Pre- you're lucky. Previous lumberyard experience a plus. We'll need to load and unload delivery trucks going in and out. Wow. A plus. So that you might rough. get the job and you if might you've done this shit before for eight seventy five. Cost of living in this Work town. Work your way up to eleven. Good luck. <laughs> wow, that's rough. Uh, cost of living in this town: hundred being average and par and normal. As cost of living here is eighty three. Uh, everything's pretty normal except for housing, which is down at fifty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very low. Uh, median home cost here: one hundred three thousand two hundred dollars. Median. Median. Right that's, in the uh, middle. That's that's yeah. Your average deal, which is one hundred eighty five, is the normal in the rest of the country. So affordable. That's not bad at all. Uh, and if we've convinced you that the only place for you that you could possibly live in the world is Irvington, Alabama, we have for you the Irvington, Alabama Real Estate Report. Your average two-bedroom apartment down there goes for about $700 a month, which mm-hmm. is about 400 less than the national average, so that's not bad. Eight seventy-five an hour. That's tough that's, to that's afford. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, good luck. You're going to have to stack a few people into yeah. that two bedrooms. I've had a three-bedroom, two-bath, uh, 1,296-foot uh, house here. That's It's rough. Yeah. It needs some fucking work. Mm-hmm. We'll just, it looks like this. it's been 
the sea salt or whatever yeah. has has stripped this shit bare. <laughs> it looks like there's meth in there, possibly yeah. bodies under the floor. I don't know something. It went through Hurricane Katrina's digestive tract. Yeah, yeah. and then came out its asshole. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's sixty nine thousand six hundred dollars anyway. Okay. It's affordable. I found a three bedroom, two bath, seventeen hundred square foot uh, house. Uh, it's got a dirt yard. Mm-hmm. It looks like where Sling Blade has a shed Damn. in the back. That's what it looks like. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton is lurking. Yeah. One hundred eighteen thousand nine hundred dollars. Sharpening a lawnmower blade. Yeah, that's it. We're getting ready to go. And if you're actually Forrest Gump, yeah. and your shrimp company is doing. <laughs> Very well. Uh, I found a six-bedroom, nine-bath, ninety-eight hundred square foot mansion that wow. looks like a looks like some crazy old Hollywood producer mm-hmm. would own it. Nine hundred forty-nine thousand one hundred nine. A million dollar a house, million, which is cheap for that house, yeah. but not in this area. No. I would not pay anything for Never. that. Uh, things to do. Uh, the Christmas festival is a big deal. You bet. Oh boy, uh, it, it's there's a phone number if you would like your group to participate. It says on this thing under the Christmas festival. Here's the phone number. Contact this lady, and then it says kid friendly. I fucking hope so. Thanks, guys. It's a goddamn Christmas festival. <laughs> what are they? Sp- oh, I thought people be fucking in the streets. Right. We can take the kids, honey. That's the disinvitation to Matt Lauer. That's I, what that yeah, is. I thought Christmas festival was right. code for orgy, but apparently. It's not. Never bring the kids. No, put the lube away and bring the kids. Get lube. the f- the quartet. Would Come you stop on. with the fisting? Jesus. Jesus, the kids Christ, are here. Sir. It's not like those dirty adult-only Christmas festivals they have up north. All them adult-only heathen pagan Christmas right. festivals that they got there. Merry Christmas to y'all and y'all a good night. And then they... That's amazing. <laughs> kid friendly. So keep that in mind. But by the way, anything that says kid friendly, I'm terrified. Of that's what I mean. Why wouldn't it right. be? Yeah, I would have never, I never even whoever thought, never crossed that, my mind that it wasn't. What kind of life are you leading? Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Crime rate in this town. Fucking ridiculous. So, yeah, we spent 20 minutes on the Christmas party because it's so ridiculous. That's absurd. Uh, crime rate, property crimes a little lower than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, violent crimes a little higher than normal. Okay. So rather than steal your shit, they'd rather kill you. So right. that's that's yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some people who had some problems in this town, okay. some issues. Uh, some people didn't have issues, but some people did. Uh, let's talk about a young man uh, who's not from this town but ended up in this town. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about a man named Jason Oric Williams. Okay. O-R-I-C is his middle name. Yeah. Uh, Jason Williams. Not There's the no apostrophe? Nope. Oh, uh, no, neither of the basketball players, <laughs> no. not the murderous basketball no. player, or the behind-the-back passing white chocolate, white chocolate basketball <laughs> player. Was the most ridiculous, Asinine. racist nickname it ever. It really was. And his haircut was stupid. <laughs> yeah. His haircut back in the day, he had a haircut like a middle school white kid, yeah. and he's out there like behind-the-back passing yeah. around fucking you know NBA players. It's right. just wrong. He's just saying, I'm, I'm white Allen Iverson. That's I, what he did all yeah, day. And I just took Gary Payton to the rack. Right. Like, what the hell is happening right now? Super weird. I always mix uh, him up with Bobby Hurley anyway. Yeah, it's easy to. It's easy to. He's basically just Bobby Hurley. Bobby was, Hurley. Bobby Hurley was like the Catholic school version of him. Right. Bobby, right, right. Bobby Hurley looked like <laughs> the the picture of CYO basketball, like back east, if you're from back east. Like, yeah, hey, they got a league at St. Mary's. You sign up over there. You know, CYO, that, that's him. He looks like. And his dad was a coach. It really, yeah. he, he looks like that, too. Anyway, way and off the subject. he lasted four years in the NBA. Well, yeah, Something he had a horrible like car accident. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, he had a horrible car oh, that's accident, awesome. I believe, Bobby Hurley, and had to, like, teach himself to 
walk. Oh my god, I feel so. And I think he ended up coming back after that really? too. Not well, but right. I think he ends up trying to make a comeback and putting his physical life back together. Yeah. He had a horrible, yeah, accident. It's interesting that, that Jason Williams did not have a horrible no, car no, no, accident, not at all. and his career lasted about the same. Yeah, he no, didn't he's stick around very long either. He right? still plays out there. Does he? Yeah, he he's plays on those old timer leagues. Nobody now, gives a I, shit. Yeah, we've talked about that. This is all for crime and sports. <laughs> Sorry. So Jason Williams, right? Uh, he goes by Jay. Everybody calls him Jay. Uh, his family calls him Jay Bug, which nope. I am not calling Fuck this man no. Jay Bug, just because he's an adult man, and so am I. And not calling you Jay Bug. Sorry, that's something your mom calls you or your older sister. Right. And, I was uh, uncomfortable enough calling uh, Anthony Anthony Hardaway Penny. Penny, I'm yeah. not doing well, this. That's kind of silly, not calling but, anybody Jay Bug. No, but Anthony right. will go by Penny. <laughs> but Jason is easy and fine. You know, nobody goes and Anthony or Anthony. No one does that with Jason. Right. They don't go Jason or Jason. They don't. No one does that. So uh, or Jay Phone. Right. Right. So uh, Jay Williams. He's adopted by his aunt and uncle when he's a very very small baby. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he never knew this. Uh, his aunt and uncle raise him and do not disclose to him the very important fact that they are indeed not his real parents. Uh, oh, no. They just act like they're his parents. Uh, there's a weird thing about the mother and father, and it's so strange because in several different sources, there's different stories. But the prevailing story seems to be that his mother and father were related in some <sighs> way and involved in some kind of, I guess, semi-incestuous relationship. I don't think there's any way of being semi-incestuous. I, I, well, I mean, I don't know if they're like second cousins or it's something. It's either incestuous or it's not. Well, I mean, by the law, yeah. it's like first cousin is incestuous. But beyond Fuck that, the law. beyond that, the world is your oyster. Yeah. Fuck anybody at your family go, yeah, gathering. Knock yourself out. Memorial Day barbecue? Nope. Singles mixer. That's what that is. Get on in there. That's like Tinder with roasted chicken. Tinder with corn on the cob is what you have there. The problem with the law deciding whether or not it's... <laughs> There's <laughs> it's, a lot still, of problems with that. You still end up with a fucking uh, a recessive gene that pops up from time to time. <laughs> it's going to happen. So there was some rumors of incestuousness between the parents. Okay. We don't know exactly how close they were related or even if this is true, but apparently the family had frowned upon this. I'm mm. not sure which family or if it was all the same. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, this is the South and this is Mississippi, <laughs> and I'm, I'm fighting to not have a lot of stereotypical jokes. This is harder for me than dick jokes. You have no, no idea. An incestuous Mississippi right. relationship right. that ended up getting adopted by the aunt and uncle living at their house. They oh. didn't tell him that he was kin, but he ain't really the biological. <laughs> Too much for me. Not that this doesn't happen everywhere, right. but unfortunately for the South, this is a stereotype right. of cousin fucking yeah. that you have fallen into here Which in this now particular episode. You have a cousin fucking that results in a product of that is a baby that is now being cared for by somebody else in his family, yes. making it even weirder. His aunt and uncle, which yeah. is super strange. And apparently his uncle, uh, he says, and uh, other people from back in the, in the day there said that uh, uh, when, and this is the, you know, 70s in the, uh, in the, in the South, yeah. and, you know, whatever, uh, that the husband, his uncle, would beat him pretty severely. Well, yeah. Uh, you don't want that kid. <laughs> very, yeah. They would be, he would beat him. And again, if, if severe, okay, if someone who grows up back yeah. in the day in the 70s or any time before really last week probably, yeah. because even five years ago, the whole Adrian Peterson thing, okay. people were like, well, you know, sometimes you got to hit your kid with a stick. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on down there? 
I'm not from the South. I get it's a different culture. Yeah. There was a debate. I remember that would be you'd watch a sports show when Adrian Peterson was a football player, in case you don't know, who got in a little bit of trouble because he whipped his, his like, what was the kid, six or some I shit? I think he was six. I think he was five. Five-year-old son. He with may have a, been three. With a tree branch. He was younger than eight. He beat this kid pretty bad yeah. with a tree branch, and it wasn't like a, known as a severe beating. It right. was just like he told him to pick a switch, and yeah. he whipped his ass, and it was like uh, the mother freaked out about right. it. And, and called the authorities, and he was like suspended from the right. league for a minute in the NFL. He's but still got a lot of lot of shit to pay for. He gets a lot of heat over it, that. Yeah. But I see a lot of people with Adrian Peterson jerseys on when he yeah, came yeah. to the Cardinals walking <laughs> right. around town. They didn't give a fuck about him beating this kid with a stick. He can still run. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's that's what I mean. But he like there was there'd be shows where they would talk about it, and there'd be a panel of six guys, and three of the guys would be like black athletes that were from right. the South or white athletes that were from Charles the South. Barkley's one of them. Yeah, Barkley, Keyshawn Johnson, yeah. a bunch of these guys, and they'd be like. My dad whooped me. Yeah. He's like, it kept me in line, and, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. I, I'm sure thankful for it. And they were on <laughs> national TV saying that. Like, <laughs> I think this is fine. That is so reckless. So uh, there's to this day, there's a debate. Like, in it's regional yeah. a lot of times over, over you know, how much uh, uh, corporal child punishment. <laughs> I was trying to be – child abuse is acceptable. How much can you beat the shit out of your kid before you go to jail? I was going to say, without it being a legal matter. How close of a family member can you fuck, and how much can you beat your kid? That's what's wrong with the right. South, because they've had to parse those things it's out. It's crazy. So, I don't know. So, let pe- kids beat their, people beat their kids everywhere. But we're just and, saying you know, it's, it's debated as a right. bad, like, in the North, you hide it. In the right. South, you'll beat your kid in the front yard and be like, he deserved a whooping, and your neighbors are like, goddamn straight, right. and everybody goes back in their house, apparently. But on the flip side of the coin, there's kids that beat the shit out of their parents. Oh, God, yeah. And then, it's horrible. And then the people that beat their kids, they're like, my kid never punched me. Yeah, that's right. I'm guess, who knows, guess who knows so, that that shit hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so, for it to be brought up as an issue, yeah. it had to be severe beatings yeah. is what I'm getting at. Yeah. A, a, a 70s Mississippi beating had to be a severe beating right. to warrant being placed in a children's <gasps> home in Mississippi. Wow. Actually being pulled from the home for a period of time. Yeah. Hey everybody, just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you a little bit more about True Car. TrueCar.com. Here are some useful car tips you might not be aware of. A coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior. That's handy. Removing excess weight from your car will improve your gas mileage. What? And you can place your key fob in your chin to increase its range. I did know that. Weird, right? That's weird stuff. I actually have heard that, too. Well, here's another tip you might not know about. True Car also helps people get good used cars. That's true. They really do. I'm telling you that right now from personal experience because we bought a used car through True Car. Right. And it was a great experience. Found the car we wanted, got it at a great price. It was at the dealership when I went there, ready to go. There it is. It was the best, easiest way I've ever bought a car in my life. True Car isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with True Car, users can see what others paid so they know if they're getting a good deal before buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with True Car certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. Yeah, that's true. At TrueCar.com. And now back to the show. <laughs> 
really had to be some some severe abuse. But the worst part is they put him in a home where he suffers worse abuse. Of course. Where he's then beaten regularly and also sexually abused oh, now. Of course. So that's introduced into I mean, his life as well. So that's never good. If you're um, fostering kids and you're hurting them, kill yourself. Please, this, yeah. just do and it. And this wasn't a foster home. This was a, a home uh, home. This was like a, you know. Like a state-funded home? This is like a, yeah, this is oh, a, a children's home. Ugh. Either state or, or worse, religiously funded. Yeah, and those yeah, are even yeah. fucking worse because they won't even acknowledge sexual abuse right. because, God forbid, the Lord didn't tell them to. <laughs> so it's a totally different fucking thing. At least at the state level, for the most part. If, There's somebody held responsible. If right. fucking Rachel, who works there, finds out Bill is diddling right. the kid, she's right. going to go tell on Bill because they both work for the state. They don't work right. for a religious she organization. She doesn't want to lose her pension and be yeah. caught up in this, not, too. Yeah, it's a weird thing. They're not in a, in a club at that point. Right. Goddamn, we're getting off the subject. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he grows up uh, in poverty also. Uh, he comes in and out of this home. Uh, he grows up. They're poor. Uh, he's a, not a good student at all yeah. in school, which I can understand uh, if you're being you know, beaten and sexually Thoughts abused. elsewhere? <laughs> You never know. Anger, <laughs> yeah. thoughts elsewhere, yeah. you, revenge fantasies. Who knows? On a, Nursing a, a strained elbow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nursing a black eye. Black eye. And all this, too. He still has no idea that he's adopted, even. He thinks oh these are his God. parents. This isn't my uncle beat me up. This is my dad is treating me like this. So, this is so familiar to me. It's, I mean, it's almost worse. If it was, if you knew it was your uncle, you'd say yeah. like, "Okay, I'm not their son, right. so they." It's it's logical why he's doing this. Sure. They don't want me here. they be, but if it's your father, right. that's like a totally different thing. You don't. It's a. It's different. It's an entire different rejection. It's a different right. rejection. Right. That's exactly what right. I was getting at. Is the rejection end of it is like if your uncle fuck him, but your right. dad's not supposed to reject you like that in your head. Sure. Uh, so he he always felt that he was snubbed by his family mm-hmm. uh, because. of of the where he came from, his right. origins, and also by his peers because he was poor, wasn't really good socially, and, and was poor academically, right. and kids are dicks, and we all know the God Jesus. We all know that kid, man. We yeah. all knew that kid in school, and we can look back on it now, and we all go, "Fuck! I wish I was nicer to that yeah. kid because I know what kind of problems he was having." Yeah. Way worse than most, you know what I mean. Yeah. Everybody has that that kid that they think there about. There was a kid that had the same last name as me in high in school. Really? Yeah, isn't that bizarre? That is weird. Same last name as me, Interesting. and he kind of looked like me. Oh no, which was even weirder. Uh, uh, and he, but he was like that. People somehow, thought you were related, I assume. Yeah, everybody Just, did. Yeah. Somehow, so much poorer. And clearly not good at home. And I yeah. feel so bad because I was such a dick to him. I bet. Well, yeah, the same last name. There's yeah. a lot of kids like that I feel bad about in school that people were assholes yeah. to. I'm yeah. sure I was an asshole too. And you're like, God he damn kicked it. kicked my ass twice too. Did he really? He did. Well, maybe that's okay then you were being a dick to him. He well, that's why I was revenge. a dick to him was because he was just a dick all to right. me. Well, you got to you got to tell all the layers. He of was the a story. tough little fucker. You can't go was. into it and act like he was this abused guy that you were you were kicking right. down even more. <laughs> Meanwhile, you said so. He turned around and punched you in the mouth. I think it's a different story at that point. But it was an unfair fight because I'm pretty sure he was getting trained at home by getting oh, the shit true. knocked that's out true. of him. That's true. That's true. He was getting beat. Your dad wasn't around. No. His dad stuck around right. to beat the shit out of him. I was getting I was getting it at home too, but it was more like just being called a faggot. And yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get how that works. Yeah, yeah. So he's having problems. Uh, Things get worse for old Jay Williams. Uh, Mm -hmm. He turns 17 years old and he wants to work. He wants to get a job. He needs some extra money. Uh, Problem is he doesn't have an ID. And to work, you need to have an ID. Sure. Uh, So he said, sure, let me go to the state and get my ID, get my identification documents so I can work. Uh, As that goes on, they find out and uh, it gets uncovered that – 
he's adopted. Oh, God. That's his aunt and uncle. Oh, Those no. aren't his real parents. The people who he thought were like distant relatives are actually his mom and dad oh, who don't have anything to do with him ever. Yeah. And his mom and she's adopted. Imagine that. I mean, that's yeah. that's a rough uh, thing for anybody to go through, mm-hmm. I would imagine, at 17. At 17, I, I guess by that point you think maybe that's better than if they're seven. But I think by seven, maybe you can process it a little easier. Uh, you probably. At least you get to know who you are and grow into. Kids are resilient. Right. It's one of those things. Right. Like if there's tragedy, it's you're, right. you don't get over it when it happens later. Right. I mean, it does fuck you up. Also, when you're a kid, forever. But adults, it's when tragedy you can, happens. You know, and you have the ability to repress those That's those emotions and, and get thoughts in and memories. And you just but shove at it seventeen, right down. you're just like, now nope, I've got to right process there. this shit forever. I, what I have to do is act it out. Right. I have to act out yeah. my anger, and uh, to do that, I am going to drink and do as many drugs as I can get my hands on. I mean, Not that, me, but this particular yeah, yeah, gentleman. Yeah. And uh, that's probably the healthier way in terms of at least he's not lashing out publicly. You know, publicly I mean? to try to kill himself. Ted Bundy, that's uh, right exactly what happened anything. to that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, that's... And, and he couldn't just, he couldn't function at all because no. he just didn't know where he came from. Well, this guy really didn't function unless he was on something. Really? He had a lot of problems. Yeah, that was his problem is he, he would zombify himself, basically, okay. and 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 go go about the world. Well, I wouldn't uh, say that's healthy. That's not that healthy. <laughs> yeah, a little a couple of beers right. with your buddies and you can blow off some steam and talk right. some shit and they, you know, talk you down a little. Yeah, that's kind of whatever. Right. That's that's a healthy for a 17-year-old to do yeah. to get anger out rather than lashing out. He instead uh, started drinking heavily, started doing a bunch of acid. Uh, so LSD, you mix that in there. Yeah. Fragile psyche and LSD don't mix, no, folks. Do. Uh, that is not small-town murder-approved no. behavior. <laughs> Only if you are excessively sane, right. uh, really have your shit together, are mentally strong, right. and have lots of toys to play with should you do acid. And can Otherwise, find the difference between fantasy and reality. That's, well, once you're doing acid, you don't know about that, but that's... <laughs> That's a whole other issue. But you need what will happen is is you'll demature. Yeah. If you're on acid, you're yeah. like, I'm seven again. Right. Now, if you are very immature anyway, you might get to four, and that's when you'll walk off a roof. Or find Whereas a- at, at seven, you're like, I, that's, a, that's dangerous. <laughs> I think it's just that. Or find much. a beard, bearded man in the desert that tells you to go chop up and there bur- you butcher go. people that's, in the house. That's what happens. That, he, that don't even belong to any clique. To, that, no. Like, he didn't even. They weren't. The people that were there weren't. I'm, I'm talking about Manson, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously uh, yeah. The people that were there weren't even the people he was mad at anyway. No, 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 no They had no. already moved out oh, and pushed long on. Gone, long gone, long gone. It's like, that'll do. <laughs> Fuck it. That's a, a, but just a butchery of that'll do. That's too much. I think I'll read it again. Fuck it. You guys go in there. I think I'll read it again. <laughs> so, at well. the LaBianca house, we'll read it again. <laughs> we'll read it again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'm glad we were able to put a new spin on Manson this week. I didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> it was an Alabama murder. But, uh, Holy fuck. It's not even the acid that's the bad part. Yes, acid will fuck up your psyche if your psyche is fragile, but right. acid's not something you can do every day. It's just not something you do every day. No. It won't work the same. They don't you come to, back. You have to increase your dosages, yeah. and by, before you know it, you're taking a sheet of acid. to be. <laughs> that's not good for you. So you do that once in a while, and he you know, filled in the gaps with weed, uh, ecstasy, prescription drugs oh, as boy. much as he could get, and, of course, a lot of crack. Yeah. you got to smoke crack, Jimmy, if you're going to yeah. get that. So 
He had to get. I see a nice balance anyway. He balanced yeah. it out very nicely between his crack and his. You got to hallucinate a little, and you got to be like, "Oh, I, I did. I was lazy for a yeah. couple of days. I better smoke some crack and do my chores." I mean, the police have like a periodic table of what yeah. these things do to you, and he's just coloring them all. Oh, in. fuck it! He's in the middle, just <laughs> yeah. looking up, red eyed, with his hair sticking like up, a Venn diagram, <laughs> like where everything overlaps. It's, it's just him. a psycho's face. <laughs> So somehow in 1990, he finds a woman to marry him, which is fucking impressive, honestly. What's she on? That's the thing. I mean, how damaged must another person be? Because he's a damaged human being, Mm -hmm. clearly. And uh, his drug use is is not subsiding, Mm -hmm. and he's a mess. Then again, also, you have some people who like to fix people, so you have that. If you get a codependent Mm -hmm. with an an addict boy... You got yourself a, a, match, a made in, yeah. match made in heaven right there. You know, there. when you get J.B. Weld, when you got broken glasses, you got to get the one tube and then yeah. the other tube yeah. and mix them together. Yeah, this oxyacetylene and, thing. Right. And the two got to One mix. doesn't do it. No. You know, you got to have the other the oxygen one to really fuck that it up. That way the fire will come. That's... That's what it is. Right. So I don't know if it's true, but for the most part, uh, I see probably uh, a, problem, a woman who would like him would be someone who came from a shitty family, yeah. probably with an alcoholic mother and father, mm-hmm. and is very codependent, and she's like, I can fix him. I'll yeah. knock that crack pipe out of his hand. No problem. Either that or he completely kept that under wraps from her and hid yeah. it from her, but even then, you know it's going on, and I bet you she has a fucked up past. You bet. Okay, so it's Sandra Elsey is her name that okay. he marries. Uh 1990, same year, they're married. Uh, still in the honeymoon period. It's yeah. the first year of marriage. Uh, he tries to kill himself. Already. So, yeah, that'll that'll put a damper on things uh, right I mean, there. How do you get to there? You're talking about your hopes and your dreams yeah. and your aspirations. And someday, what are you, kids? Do you want kids? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you know, I just see a little guy, a little son or some little girl. <laughs> or maybe you know, she was like, what, like like, what have I done? She wants kids. Fuck it. I'm out of here. Yeah. He's like, you know, I don't know, man. Someday I just want to retire like to the beach. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of live out there. Or I'm going to go kill myself. Just, yeah. I don't know. Like, it seems odd to start a long journey like yeah. marriage and then be like, fuck it. Going to kill myself. Yeah. It's you know? usually like on the downhill. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, she leaves, down, yeah. My and then you're like, over. fuck it. Yeah. yeah, now I'm going to kill it's myself. It's very rare that you're like on the upswing. Yeah. You're like, I got a job, I got a wife, fuck it, it's over. It's very strange. <laughs> uh, this, as you might imagine, this in addition to his drug use and that sort of thing, uh, puts a strain on their marriage, sure. as it might, as yeah. you would think. Uh, they remain married for about 10 months, and then they get divorced. My goodness. So didn't take long no. uh, for her to actually file the paperwork yeah. and actually physically get divorced. Divorced from yeah. him, not just an not just a, an Alabama divorce as no. we've called it. Hey, uh, I moved out. Right. I guess we're done now. <laughs> done. I moved out. I'm calling myself mother last name, even though it's still on my license. The other one, it license suspended anyway, right. so that don't matter. Got two DUIs no last year. It ain't no good. But still, when, when it's suspended and that don't work yeah. no more, I just keep my old name. More like uh, not even regional. That's just a economical. Right. A poor person divorces. I moved out. Can't afford it. Can't afford it. So. It's either the rent or the goddamn paperwork. Or the paperwork. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so on a few occasions, and it's not a uh, it's not a shock that they got divorced because in addition to suicide attempts and drug use and that sort of thing, on uh, multiple occasions, William slapped her in the face. Ugh. Sandra uh, pulled her hair and one time even hit her so hard that he broke her glasses. Jesus. So he's getting violent with her as well. So you could expect uh, yeah. her to maybe want to get away, which is a good sign that maybe she is not fucked up yeah. and maybe he did hide it from her because she's – 
normally I, you know, she's not that codependent where yeah. she's going to take that shit. She has yeah. a line that she's yeah. going to draw. Suicide attempts and physical abuse. Have a good one, right. asshole. I'm fire, filing the paperwork. Cost me a new pair of Ray-Bans. Strike three. Yeah. So that that's uh, one in the, uh, in the in the column of maybe she's not mm-hmm. a codependent you know, uh, person who has problems herself. But uh, – Another and the other column would yeah. be that even after they were divorced, uh, she let him move back into her what house. She doing? Uh, I have no goddamn idea. Uh, she let him uh, continue. This is goes for like a year. Yeah, they they still live together even though she actually paperwork divorced him. Oh Did a real divorce, a first world divorce yeah. on this on this guy. Uh, then in January of 1992, uh, Sandra Elsie discovers uh, needles. In her oh home. Uh, uh, not sewing needles. Not sewing needles. Right. Syringes. He's, he's not a seamstress all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, she's like, pretty sure he's not a diabetic last time right. I checked. Uh, he's he, he just loves Bosco. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, he's not a diabetic. Yeah. Uh, eats devil dogs by the handful. <laughs> coffee cakes. I'm going to say this is something else. I'm going with heroin. Going with drugs. Yeah. Uh, so turns out that she also, in addition to the needles... She finds out that uh, she has uh, some sort of weird sleeping problem, and she has these tranquilizers that are prescribed for her by the doctor. Okay. She finds out that he's also been stealing her tranquilizers. Oh, Jesus. She's been, he's been, like, filling her prescriptions and getting, like, a secret stash of his yeah. own of her tranquilizers and shooting up God knows it's, what. What if he's melting those down and then shooting oh, those? Oh, that's Bob. Who the that's fuck knows crazy. what he's doing? Could be doing that, yeah. or he could be doing anything, yeah. really. I mean, this guy, it's... Really, the sky's the limit with yeah. this guy. He'll do pretty much whatever he can do. Sure. Uh, so she then asked him to leave. I'm sure that was very polite. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to leave, sir. I'm sure it was like that. Or she's like, you stole my shit and there's fucking me throwing needles at him. Get the fuck out of my goddamn trailer. I assume it's a trailer. Yeah, you know, it I'm just, probably is. Yeah, I know how it goes. So once she discovers his, uh, you know, his predilection for raiding the medicine cabinet, right. we'll say. Uh, she asks him to leave, like we said, and uh, when he's finally forced to move out, because I mean, he drags his feet a little bit about sure. that. Well, you know, I have places to go. And there's a, <laughs> Make uh, 75 yeah, This, this front-loading yard work shit it's is not, it's tough. The middle of the month, there's yeah. really nowhere to go. <laughs> wait till the first. You know how it is. Uh, finally, he moves out, and he moves in with uh, Gerald and Claire uh, Paravacini. Uh-huh. Uh, they'd known Williams in this area for about eight years, and uh, this is when they finally – they were in Alabama now. Uh, they've known him for about eight years, mm-hmm. and they allowed him to move into their home uh, with uh, – it's Gerald and Claire and Claire's son, Jeffrey. Okay. Uh, okay? So uh, he, he moves in there. This is in 1992. Uh, he hangs out there. He's living there for a couple weeks. Uh, but after this, uh, they're, uh, the, the, he's living there for about two weeks with the Paravicinis. And uh, the whole time, though, he's trying to reconcile with Sandra Elsie. He wants I don't to move back. I, okay. She's already legally divorced you, right. number one. That's a pretty good sign. Yeah. I mean, paperwork is where it really becomes- it's Where it lies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we should be together. Right. Uh, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know how I feel right, right. now. Uh, my life is about whatever. Those are all ideas. Yeah. An actual with a stamp from right. a court on it. It's notarized. That's a big deal, yeah. I think. So that's a good sign. And then you, you know, she catches you with all these drugs after she still- let you live in the fucking house and all that. You're stealing from her. She's a pretty understanding woman, and he's trying to really push the limits of that. And uh, at somehow, I don't know, he must be a great salesman. All whatever the, this horror that raised him made him a, a terrific salesman, and he could have done very, very well for himself <laughs> because somehow he talks her into uh, reuniting with him 
and that they're going to move back in together. Wow. How the shit did he talk her into that? Like, that's amazing. After it's, So she kicked him out. Kicked him out. And then he went back. But, she then she there divorced was a, him, right. kicked him out, then he moved back, lived there for a while. Right. Drug, drug, drugs, right. kick out. Right. Two weeks Two in weeks. someone else's house. Okay, come on back. Let's wow. get back together. I'm, uh, wow. That's, that's one for the for the fucked up column, whew, right? Salesmanship, right? Yeah, for, that's yeah, yeah. codependence you there. Bet. But she's she's trying, though. Yeah. She has the right idea, but then she gets talked back into yeah. it. And like I said, I don't know what kind of salesman this guy was, but it must have been impressive, mm-hmm. his sales to strategy and technique. Uh, so uh, it's going to be Valentine's Day, February the 14th, 1992, okay. uh, is when they are going to have a date. Yeah. Uh, this is like the big reunification date right Beautiful. here. Boy, they're going to get back together. It all gonna, culminates here. It all culminates here. They're yeah. going to have a romantic night on Valentine's night. They're going to go out together. Yeah. They're going to go home together, yeah. back to her home, which is now going to be their home right. again. And they're going to start a life. Yeah. Um, they're going to have three small children very shortly, uh, have paintings of the them commissioned where they're sitting in front of the fire reading stories you at bet. Christmas to the children. I feel like I like it. That's their future in the it's next all ten years. Start with those little hearts with words on them. I really feel yeah. like that. Definitely that bought from a Mexican on the side of the road. Either that no. or <laughs> yeah, on the counter at Seven Eleven as yeah. an afterthought. So. <laughs> Fellas, don't you dare. That's the that's the life lesson I'm going to give that's, you right yeah. now. You, I don't care if you, you come home and say, "Baby, I forgot." That yeah, is yeah. still better than picking up one of those fucking wrapped like that those thing is terrible just terrible. Yeah. Buckets of roses yeah. that people have on the side of the Worse, road. It's like a it's like a cellophane wrap yeah, around yeah. a basket with like Not a bed. It's just a vehicle to get bed bugs into your house. That's yeah. what that thing is. Enjoy. Don't don't buy that shit. She's not gonna like no. it. No, nothing from there. Right. Don't buy things for your wife or girlfriend for a holiday from the side of the road. No. Let's just say that. And anything we'll say. That's just it goes for anything. It's better. You're better off saying I've been too busy paying all these goddamn bills. <laughs> That's what it is. So these two. February 14th, the big night. Yeah. Uh, they arrange to their date. They go to a club, yeah. uh, go out to a club. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have a few drinks yeah. there. Mm, look at that. So that's, that's a good, good thing. Start. That's what she wants. Yep. Afterwards, they go buy some sandwiches at a deli. That's a bad. Which uh, is an odd thing. It's a weird middle. <laughs> but I feel like it's one of those, ah, we ate early. Uh-huh. We went out. We had a few drinks. Now yeah. we're hungry. You want a sandwich? Hey, maybe salami's that. her favorite. I get that activity. Maybe he's like, maybe he's, maybe he's throwing some puns in there. I'll get you this hard salami later on. <laughs> you'll have more hard salami. Yeah. No shit. I see what's going on. And this is like 1030 at night. There's not a night at 1030 when I don't want a sandwich. So yeah. I get yeah. this. Uh, yeah. Desire for a sandwich. So uh, uh, they buy the sandwiches. They eat the sandwiches. About 11 p.m., uh, Sandra is ready to go home. Okay. She wants to go home. She's like, okay, let's call it a night. I'm tired. Let's go back. She probably wants to, you know. Hit the hard salon. Hey, yeah. hit that. And, and, you know, they're going to reunite. This, yeah. is, this is reconciliation Shit, night. Yeah. Uh, he, on the other hand, though, this is how stupid he is. <laughs> all of this. You've gone through all this, and somehow you've talked this woman into letting you back into your life. And yeah. all you have to do is go out, show her a good time, take her home right. to her house, and, and start your life. He cannot do that. He cannot be J-Bug. He can't. He says, <laughs> no, you head home alone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go out yet. I don't yeah. want to go home yet. I have more shit to do. I need to party more. Oh, boy. So that's the balls on this fucking guy, number one. I'm Just impressed. the sack on him <laughs> so far. Uh, so he says, you go home, uh-huh. uh, drop me off at another club, the Top Gun Club, it's called, oh, yeah. which uh, 1992. And yeah. uh, who knows? It's Alabama. It might have just came out down there. <laughs> yeah, it just might be, found out. Might be five, six years <laughs> late down there when movies come out. You see that Top Gun? 
That's there's a good a, movie. There's a tiny guy. He's a that's pilot. Good. Yeah, that's good. I, I hear in the future he's going to play a race car driver, but that's like seven, eight years from now that's going to happen. So that sort of thing here. Uh, so uh, uh, she said, okay, and this is how nice she is. She agrees to this, not only agrees to it, doesn't say fuck you and just drop him off and peel out and spit right. and gravel at him, which yeah. is what she should have done. She says, cool, uh, when you're ready to come home, Call me. Oh, I will get up out of my bed, oh, get into my car, and come pick you up to make sure you get home safely and, uh, you know, not drink and drive or not, not to get a bad ride home. Yeah. Uh, what a nice person yeah. or a codependent person mm-hmm. uh, who you feel Either bad way, for. Pretty fucking sweet favor. A pretty sweet. And uh, this guy should should just – he yeah. should really hang on to this person yeah. and – do whatever she needs to get done and never let her go. He should be saying, no one never else mind, let's go back to your place yeah. and I'll go down on you for the next three hours. Yeah, because right. holy shit, that's the nicest right. thing. You are that actually so not nice. only going to let me do it, you're right. going to pick me up afterwards. <laughs> wow. He instead goes out to the club. What do you think? He has like two drinks and then Probably. calls her up and yeah. he's like, I miss you, baby. You know, I had the two drinks, but it's not without you. It's not the same. Right. This Valentine's is not the same Day. without you. Right. With Valentine's, there's all these couples around. It's romantic. And you know what, baby? I just need to be with you. Come get me now. Right. You know what? I'll start walking and meet you on the road because I can't even wait here. Right. That's how much my so- heart desires you and my body calls for you that i'm going to just magnetically come to you and before she he hung up the phone she was already there in the car she's in the car i'm coming baby and he just heard a screen door shut and a car start up and that's all it was he heard slam and then a car start up and peel out of the driveway and he just kept professing his love that's it he's like she's gonna hear right no instead uh, he gets to the club, immediately purchases some LSD from some fella in the bathroom. Oh, boy. So that's nice. That's what you want to do. You want to find the nearest random stranger who claims to have hallucinogenic <laughs> drugs at the bar you go to and immediately buy them from him in a sleazy bathroom. Right. Uh, he buys... Uh, some guy named Pills with a yeah, Z. Yeah, <laughs> you know Pills, right? He buys... Uh, uh, LSD, a bunch of prescription drugs as well, oh including uh, what we think is possibly some ecstasy and some other shit. He's got a handful of pills and, and some acid. And threw it back. Just that, good enough for me. Oh, boy. Uh, also, in addition to all this, drank a large amount of liquor. So oh you want to get good and tanked and get everything. This is what I mean. He was just like, I'm going to get stuff everything into my body that I can. Oh, my God. Whatever I can reach at, I'm just going to. This is not a positive way to set up no. fake, uh, uh, Valentine's Day. I would say not. Just no. having your trolling that out for any yeah. any uh, illicit drugs you can find at right. the club while your while your girlfriend is in there. <laughs> so not he, terrific. He's passed around the collection plate. Like <laughs> that's it. He's been to church once or twice. So he's messed up. Yeah. Okay, obviously the first mistake was obviously letting her go mm-hmm. and you staying out. Then rather than just having a couple drinks, calling her, you instead get LSD and prescription drugs and a whole lot of liquor. But you can still salvage it. Yeah. Call her up. Yeah. It's late. It's okay, though. You're really fucked up. Right. You didn't mean to get this fucked up. You apologize profusely, yep. and you goddamn hope she forgives you at there this point. in that sandwich. That's it. He, on the other hand, did not do that. <laughs> he uh, meets up with some friends and decide, well, shit, this night. I mean, the bar's closing, but right. the night doesn't have to end. I've already I know, ruined it. I know something that never closes, and that's the crack house. What? Let's go to the crack house. Williams heads to the crack den. We're going to the crack house. Oh, boy. Loading it up in the car. Uh, they go to a crack house, uh, and they smoke crack all night long together yes. for the rest of the night. Okay. So now he's had acid, prescription drugs, possibly LSD, or possibly ecstasy that he says, large amount of liquor, and he smoked a bunch of crack. Uh, that's a hell of a night. 
That's a hell of a night, but I will say uh, the crack will bring you down from all that other shit. It'll You'll be all up. hyper on yeah, crack, yeah. but it'll, it'll take you and level you down. Crack's one of those highs I feel like that'll take over. It's yeah. like, it's, <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna trump other highs because people do coke to, yeah. tr- to trump liquor. Right. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know what trumps acid. Acid's one of those things that Math. you can't fuck it. It just it, it's gonna take its course yeah. and just you be patient. You need That's some it. crocodile to, to level it out. Apparently, maybe crack does it. I'm not Bath sure. Salts. So, not sure. So, according to him, yeah. uh, he drank all this liquor, uh, uh, all this. He uh, he did all this. Uh, he believes he took the pills uh, um, between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. And that's My right before God. he went and smoked a bunch of crack. Uh, so, he took a bunch of pills, yeah. went and smoked a bunch of crack after that. Uh, now, early the next morning, uh, his friends, one of his friends, this is nice friends. They take you to a crack house, and then they don't even dr- they don't even drop you off at home. They dropped him off at a quarter a corner store a half mile from the trailer that he lives in. They had enough of this dude. Couldn't even like the stores. Just get out. All right. Yeah, you need cigarettes. Right. Go get the fuck out of here. So they they Here's drop some him money off for a Dr Pepper. Get God out. damn it! Get out of my fucking car. <laughs> well, he smoked all that crack. He That's probably won't shut the fuck up. Oh God, he's so goddamn just annoying. Yammering. Right? Just crack. Oh, yeah, that's that's going to be annoying in a yeah. car. And I'm, well, then again, they're all smoking crack all night, <laughs> yeah. so that car would have just been a cacophony of <laughs> dumb ideas and bad future business yeah. plans and shit like that. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I really think we should get a roll of cellophane. We can go to a crane machine and just load up on bears. Wait, we can, we can make a Valentine's Day corner store. I think we could do we it. We can make so much we, crack money, We can pull it off, guys. The crack we're going to be smoking tomorrow, now that's going to be something. I'll tell you right now. Just pull over here and so, kick him out. Oh, my God. So they drop him off. Uh, he then walks a half mile uh, home to the yeah. Paravicini's trailer. Doesn't yeah. go to her house. He knows better. He's yeah. like, just take me to the trailer. I this, still smell like crack. She's definitely going to be mad at me, considering I didn't call her at all. Right. Just didn't call her, and it's daylight now. So this It is, is now 9 a.m. This is a problem. <laughs> this is going to be a problem. So uh, it's 6 a.m. He arrives okay. at the home. So, uh, you know, it's still dark out because it's February. Okay. So it's probably still dark out at 6 yeah. a.m. So he arrives home. Uh, he gets there. He knocks. He doesn't knock on the front door. For some reason, he doesn't have a key. I guess probably because he's only lived there for two weeks. Then he said, move him back in with her <laughs> right. now. So he doesn't need a key at this point. Also, this is probably par for the course behavior-wise. Yeah. You know, panhandle behavior. This is panhandle so he behavior. He probably Big came time. home at 6 a.m. a lot. And they were like, yeah. no key for you. Just no key for you. Instead... <laughs> He knocks on the window and on the side of the trailer. You know your house is shit when you don't even need to knock on a door or a window. You can just knock on the actual house <laughs> and people fucking hear you inside. And they start stirring. And they know that you're needing to come in. <laughs> right. That's when your house sucks. When I just knock on the side of the house right. and it's like clang, 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 clang. Oh, okay. So anyway. Somebody's here. He knocks on the, the teenage son, Jeffrey. He knocks on his window and door because yeah. he'll be the least pissed. He's sure. a teenager. He yeah. won't care. He'll cover for him. He's up tugging already. He's anyway. up tugging. <laughs> so Jeffrey gets up and lets him in the house, yeah. uh, lets him in the trailer, excuse right. me, and uh, lets him in the home, let's say. In the domicile. In the domicile. <laughs> and, uh, in the dwelling. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> into our humble abode. Right, into the indoors. So, let's him in, and Jeffrey asks him about what his plans are for the day. Yeah. What you doing today? What yeah. you up to? And I would be like, well, I'm sleeping off this crack binge right. I went on, number one. <laughs> Damn, it was a big one. Yeah. Instead, Williams tells Jeffrey that he has a, quote, side job to do. 
I don't know if he has a, a like a front job or a yeah. back job, but <laughs> now he's got a side job. I don't know if he has a regular job. If you don't have a regular job, yeah. any job you do is not a side job. That's just a job. That's just a job. That's a job that you're doing at that point. So he has a side job to do for whatever the fuck that is. Uh, so Jeffrey was like, all right, whatever. I mean, that's adult shit. I don't yeah. know. Side job. None of my fucking business. I heard job. He's got things to do. Whatever. That's right. adult shit. I'm going back right. to uh, video games and tugging. So. Right. Uh, he uh, tugging the video games, which right. is another. Th- I don't know if you can do those at the same time. That's talent. So uh, Jeffrey <laughs> Chun Li was hot. Yeah, well, you got a you good point I mean? there. Yeah, but you need both. You're going to need both hands to put those codes in to do that kick. Though is the problem. You can't do that with one hand. There's ups and downs mixed uh, into that shit. You can kind of grind the, the, the remote it, against uh, it. If you could play it like that blind guy play right. guitar in Roadhouse, just on his lap, maybe with one hand. You know what I'm saying? That sort of thing. Like you're reading Braille. Yeah, yeah. You know how it goes. So Jeffrey here, I mean, he's a teenager, but mm. still he can tell if people seem fucked up or something. Yeah. Like, oh, man, he was all, that guy was, something was wrong with him. Right. He says that Williams appeared normal. Uh, he didn't appear to be drunk at the time. He's seen Williams drunk, yeah. and he knows what he's like when he's drunk because he says, everybody says that when he's drunk, he tilts his head to the side for Got some it. reason all the time and slurs his speech. Like, as soon yeah. as he gets drunk, he's yeah. a slur. Okay. So you know when he's drunk or when he's not drunk. And Jeffrey said he wa- wasn't tilting his head, nor was he slurring his speech. He was <laughs> fine. I love when people have a tell. They have a total tell, yeah. Well, slurring your speech is a pretty good yeah, tell. Yeah. It's not like he scratches his forehead right. more you know, three times a minute. Right. He's like, what's going on right. here? And they're like, I think he's drunk. Bed puddle would pooch her, her lips out uh, like an <laughs> asshole. Like It looked like she had an anus that like, was, right below her nose. she's drunk. Right. She just like pooch him out. Like in the middle of the conversation, like, where are we? Going. Like, oh, what do you Jesus stop Christ. that? What do, do you that? do? And then like, it would be all slurred too. Almost like she's stopping throwing up in her mouth <laughs> like that. Choking it Where back. Where are we <laughs> going? <laughs> Do you have a mint? And then her other tell would be pissing the bed. Well, that's, uh, a, right. that's a good one. Oh, my, she my, pissed the bed. She got me. She's definitely drunk. My uncle's was, uh, he would be completely fucking normal because he, he was an alcoholic, like a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. But he would be perfectly fine and then all of a sudden fucking pass out. <laughs> wow. Just like narcolepsy. <laughs> We'd be working on his car. On, he'd be lying. How, much, how much alcohol does oh, this take? Oh, dude, 30 pack. Oh, so this is like a deep lot. into it. Yeah, yeah okay, he'd, okay. he'd be so Alcoholism hammered. is yeah, what yeah. we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Alcoholism like, into blacking out. Right. Okay, just Alcohol checking. into, uh, just, that's how we would get this to sleep. This isn't just fun times. No. This is a sad man falling asleep in his garage. And now deceased. Blacking out. That makes sense. That makes sense. I probably didn't have to say that part. That's, we get it. Yeah, at this point. It, We'd be working on a cart, hands up, with wrench and, and, and socket wrench in his hand. And then he'd be like, go get that screwdriver. I'd go get the screwdriver. Hands up. Like, just out cold? Yeah, out. Done. Like 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 the police told him, put your hands up. Drop Jesus what's Christ. in him. Hands empty. Fucking wrenches behind his head. Like Out on a creepy crawler. People knocked out on World Star. <laughs> like one of those things. Guarantee his arms are asleep. Uh, like <laughs> more asleep than he is. That's terrible. If he was alert, his hands were tingling. Like oh that my drunk. god! He woke up. Why are my yeah. arms tingling? My arms hurt. Something's wrong. <laughs> so Williams here, uh, yeah. he he gets in and uh, he goes to his little area here and he calls uh, Elsie on a cordless telephone. Okay. That's what he does. Calls calls, the wife. calls uh, Sandra. Mm-hmm. That's his first thing here because he's like, I better fix this. Yeah. And he thought it'd be safer probably to do it over the phone than to just show up. Right. And, uh, you know, get things thrown In at him. In case like she star 69s it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, 
Sandra, shocker, is super upset with him uh, because she wanted him to return to her home because they'd planned to, you know, start their fucking life together. And this was the beginning of it. And he fucked it all up. Uh, She also, Sandra, who has seen him very, very fucked up very, very often, uh, said that she did not believe over the phone from hearing him that he was intoxicated. He didn't sound drunk at all. Once again, if you smoke a bunch of crack, that'll take the the edge off the drinking. Also, it's been seven hours, you know? That's the other thing. He probably stopped drinking at 3 o'clock in the morning, so it's been about three hours. And in that three hours, he smoked a ton of crack. Right. So, But he also took pills and who the fuck knows. Uh, So she doesn't think he's messed up, though, which pisses her off because she probably thought he was with another girl or something at that point. If he's out so drunk he doesn't know what he's doing, that's one thing. But if he comes 6 o'clock in the morning and he's calling her up sober, she's like, where the fuck were you? Right. What's happening? I expected you to be sloshed right now. Right. Uh, so Jeffrey uh, watched as as Jason uh, paces back and forth talking to Sandra on the phone. Okay. And he says he just doesn't slow down. He's just pacing and pacing and pacing back and forth like, okay. a, like a guy who smoked a bunch of crack yeah. and is upset and irritated and aggravated about something. Uh, so now this is what Sandra Elsie heard on the phone. Okay. okay, This is from her end. This is her quote on this. She says, quote, all right, and pretty soon... Uh, I hear they live in a trailer and the doors are so small and they're cheaply built. Uh, what sounded to me on the phone, it sounded kind of like two people, two fat people who are trying to get out of the door and they kind of sound like they bumped and hit the wall and it was kind of a sound like that. Okay, number one. Let's let's process that for a second. First of all, I hear they live in a trailer right. and the doors are so small and cheaply built. Oh, highfalutin Sandra living in a house. <laughs> you with your doors with stuff in them. You with your hollow, your, right. your walls with wood in them right. and shit. And your solid doors and so- shit. And your beams. Secondly. Your studs. How the fuck does she know what it sounds like? That is really specific. Not, no, that's that's okay. So right. we unpack the trailer part. Now she said it sounded like two people. Right. No, two fat people. Why are they fat? Are they fat because they can't bitch. fit through the door? But then she just said the trailer doors are so small and cheaply built that you wouldn't have to be. Me and you couldn't get through the fucking door together. We would bump into each other. What a game show. But yeah, listen over the phone. All right, now that's a cheaply built trailer with two people. No, two fat people trying to get through the door at the same time. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, I did it. It's the worst $25,000 pyramid in the history of the world. 25 cent pyramid. It's, That's what that is. Holy $25,000 pyramid scheme. That's, That's what that, what game that is. is. Wow. So, okay. How does she know that? That's amazing. According to her. She has heard that before. She has heard two fat people try to get through a cheaply built trailer door at the same exact time. That's so, so many specific. times she's heard it so many it's times. So specific. She can recall it through a Casio. That's what I mean. <laughs> it's that's like a sense recall thing. That's like, what is that? Is that ginger? That parade when I was a kid, right. when I was ten, and my mom right there. Oh my god! I'm back hurts. again. Oh my god! Two fat people. What? 
I couldn't believe that when I'm reading that. Like Fucking two fat amazing. people. What the? Fuck? <laughs> so she said, kind of like bumped and hit the wall, and it was a sound kind of like that. Okay. So two fat people have tried to get through a door in her She's mind. She's worse than Kato Kalen. She really is. She, Kato Kalen. I heard a knock yeah, outside yeah. on the wall. Heard a bump. Bump. It was bump. like a. He didn't say like. Sounded like two. <laughs> No, one guy who was in shape right. and a heavy set woman right. in her puts his, licks his tongue, holds it up for the win. Mid 40s. She was in her mid 40s. They bumped into my wall. Right. That's what happened. She knows, though. Uh, she, oh, fuck. She sounded said, like a, a, a pretty well in shape African American fellow that say, maybe played for the Buffalo Bills. With an, <laughs> yes. Yeah, with a possibly a, a Jewish waiter. I'm going to go with it. Is, Mid twenties. Right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Holy shit! I think he was carrying sunglasses. I'm not sure. So uh, anyway, she said uh, after that it was a sound kind of like that, but we just described in great detail. She said it wasn't anything big, <laughs> no crashing or anything like that. It was just like a bump, like somebody had fell up against the wall. Somebody specifically, a fat person. Yeah. Uh, and I could hear Claire say something to Jay, who's Jason Williams asking him for help, and he asked her where her purse was so he could get her keys and take her to the hospital. To me, it sounded like she was asking him for help, and he was trying to give her some help. But I I had talked uh, to him. This happened around 6.20 when he dropped the phone. Somebody picked the phone back up, and it seemed to be, I don't know if it was a wall phone or a cordless phone, but I could hear the phone hitting something like that, indicating like it was swinging on a cord or something. Somebody picked it up, and I was going, Jay, Jay, and the phone dropped again, and then I didn't hear anything else. Uh, they said now, so the question person questioning her said, okay, now you heard what sounded like a bump, which in reality was a shot. Wow. Yes. Uh, she is a really bad game show contestant. She said it didn't sound anything like a shot. Clearly, it sounded yeah. like two fat people going through a cheaply built trailer door. So she, uh, wow. She can't discern between a gunshot and two fat people bouncing around in a she trailer. She would be a bad, a bad $25,000 pyramid partner, I would say. Jesus fuck, that's terrible. It's a hat you wear indoors to keep water off your head. Shower oh, cap, you fucking moron. Sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you mean beanie cap? Beanie cap, because it's cold. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's that moose plaid one, right? All moose right, plaid. Yeah. Moose yeah, with plaid. With the ear flaps. Right. So uh, they said, okay, did you hear a second shot or a second loud noise of any kind? She said, it it, it wasn't loud. It was like, and they said, uh, okay, what? And she said, it was like a rolling type. as it, Just like if I stood up against this wall, you know, and fell back against it, it would sound like that. I didn't, I, I did hear that sound twice. So two trailer wall sounds basically okay. uh th- then they said all right did you hear gerald paravicini she said never heard i never heard nobody's voice but jay's and claire's uh they said well when you heard claire holler what did you hear her yell and holler is a very southern is, word i don't is. hear the word holler no. very often unless it's from someone 80 or from the south right i feel like that's a- or somebody in the south talking about a place back in the woods yeah yeah a holler exactly <laughs> so where they do horrible things horrible things yes the foreigners beware right. so uh uh, they said, when you heard Claire, uh, Claire holler, what did you hear her yell? 
She said, answer was, she was asking Jay. She said, help me, Jay. And he said, where's your purse? He said, where are your purse? Uh, he said, uh, he asked where her purse was, that he wanted to get her keys. And then he came back to the phone and we had said a few more things. And then I said, what's going on? And then about that time, I could hear her ask again, ask her something, her ask him something. But I really couldn't hear what she was saying the second time she said something to him. I couldn't understand what she was saying. Perfect. I can't understand what you're saying exactly (laughs) he was on the phone she heard the noise the phone dropped she heard claire say i need help he said where's your purse uh he came back on the phone they said a couple things phone dropped again heard some more noises that's it it there that's what she actually heard was gunshots uh rolling ricocheting throughout the fucking building gunshots and yelling and the aftermath thereafter uh, they said, they asked her, did you hear Mrs. Paravicini start to cry? She says, no. Uh, they said, uh, uh, so th- this all happened here. So all this, so there's some shit happening when she's on the phone, yeah. actually, uh, as you ma- might imagine. They said, okay, when she was screaming or not, did she sound upset to you? And uh, this is talking about Claire. Yeah. And Sandra said, yes. They said, did you hear her cry? And she said, I could tell she was real upset, but I couldn't actually, you know, it really happened so fast, you know? So... That makes sense. Now, while he was on the phone, what was going on through, was it fat people trying to get through a trailer door? I'm curious. Let's find out. <laughs> while on the phone, uh, he ended up, uh, he Jay, uh, puts the phone down, like mm-hmm. they said, walks into the uh, Paravicini's bedroom uh, where Claire was in bed, and uh, she's just hanging out in bed. It's 6.20 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he grabs a twenty two caliber automatic rifle. Okay. Uh, so he grabs that. Hey, everybody, just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you a little bit more about Simply Safe. SimplySafe.com with an I, Jen. That's right. S I M P L I. Right. S A F E. In 2017, the Better Business Bureau heard more than 5,000 customer complaints about alarm companies. What? The, that puts home security in the top 10% of most complained about industries. Is that right? That's crazy, isn't it? I believe it, too. Yeah. Here's how you fix home security you get rid of contracts contracts hidden fees you work really hard to earn your customers business instead of relying on tricks and fine print that that's, makes sense that's it and that's exactly what our friends over at simply safe have done this is a company that treats you right there's no contracts nothing hidden they're not trying to mess you over how rare is that how rare is that today a company that relies on good service and a great product to earn your business that's crazy rocket science isn't it <laughs> and they figured it out good job i've known simply safe and known about simply safe for a long time we have here they are good people over there they have a really really good product you will sleep safer at night knowing that your home is protected by the people over at simply safe it's why they've got an a plus rating with the better business bureau for 10 years running and there are over 40,000 five-star reviews online for simply safe simply safe is what security should be you're getting the best protection period visit simplysafe.com slash small that is simplysafe.com slash small to sleep better at night and protect your family simplysafe.com slash small. Get in there, protect your family. And now back to the show. Uh, Now, he's still on the phone with her while this is happening, okay? He's on the phone with her. Uh, Williams walks over and shoots Jeffrey. She shoots Jeffrey in the face and hand. He does, not she does. Uh, 
Williams, J Bug, <laughs> shoots young Jeffrey in the face and hand. Okay. Uh, Gerald then runs over with to, one shot. With uh, two shots. Two shots. Face and hand. One was in the face, the other one was like he was putting his hand got up it. and he got shot again. Got it. Uh, so then Gerald, the husband, Paravicini, he runs over to Jeffrey's aid, obviously. His son yeah. just got shot. So then J Bug here shoots Gerald in the base of the neck on the left side. Oh, Jesus. And shoots him in the upper left chest area. Where the heart is. Where, you know, where you would maybe hit a, something that's valuable yeah. to you. Uh, so this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, Gerald is hurt bad. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, even, you know, regardless of being shot in the face and hand, runs outside, okay. runs over to a neighbor's help. To our neighbor's house to get help yeah. is his plan. Good plan. Let's yeah. get near other people. Right. Uh, so Gerald and also sticks out there. Somebody else has got a gun too. Yeah, that's the thing. And yeah. you just want somebody to get power, you know, strength in numbers right. here, you know. Uh, so Gerald runs out of the home also shot in the face and mm-hmm. the neck and, or I'm sorry, in the neck and chest. Mm-hmm. He somehow gets out of the home bleeding profusely. It's at this point that Claire stirs from the bedroom yeah what's going on out here after she just, four shots she hears she hears this shot the, yeah. the the second gunshot uh from Ger- that he hit with gerald with yeah she comes out looks outside she sees jeffrey running away yeah. and she sees gerald in the yard lying down bleeding okay so if you wake up at six twenty in the morning and you yeah. have no idea what's going on and there's a guy with a rifle and your son's running away and your husband's bleeding in the yard. Yeah. That's a fucking hell of a way to wake up. It's not a happy morning. That is not a happy morning. Uh, that day can only get better from yeah. there, I would think. Or worse. We'll yeah, find yeah. out which one which one it is. So uh, uh, Claire comes out. She sees all of this. Uh, uh, Gerald's in the yard. Gerald is yelling to her, get help, get help, obviously, because right. he's bleeding to death. So Claire runs next door to a man's house named George Evans. Uh, she ran and she runs to get him. She r- then runs back to Gerald, who at that time had got himself up and tried to walk farther away from the house and who collapsed by the road. My God, this guy's tough. He is. Gerald's a tough bastard. Mm-hmm. He's trying. Uh, so uh, uh, Claire runs over to him to try to comfort him and help him. Uh, meanwhile, his son's running down the street yeah. too, trying to get away. Uh, so Evans, George Evans next door. Follows Claire outside, yeah. you know, runs out to help her. He brings with him a shotgun, My though. Man. So that's something uh, yeah. that'll help at this yeah. situation. So this guy is protecting her, uh, leading her outside with this shotgun. Uh, he looks to his right and sees Jay Williams standing in the doorway of the trailer, about 100 feet okay. of space between them. That's a problem with a shotgun. Yeah, holding a rifle in his hand. Okay. Uh, so George Evans, 100 feet, not 100 yards. So okay. you're just going to spray the whole area. Yeah. You're going to hit something well, with that fucking shotgun. Not much, though. It, it, it's going to hurt. <laughs> it, might, it might piss him off real good. You're going to scatter yeah. if someone yeah. points it at you, probably. Yeah. So Evans brings the shotgun up and aims it at Williams, yeah. uh, telling Williams to not to shoot his fucking gun because right. he's going to shoot back. So Williams sees the firepower there and goes, yeah. eh, maybe I don't want to get into a firefight. Right. Kind of wanted to shoot an unarmed teenager, not right. a uh, an armed hillbilly. <laughs> so uh, Williams ducks back into the trailer, and Evans runs back to his trailer Shit, with yeah. a shotgun. He's, He's like, gone. Hey, fuck that shit. You're on your own, Claire. Yeah, goddammit. I already did Vietnam. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I got to so, get a shirt under these overalls. That's the thing. You need a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I need a shirt under my overalls. Oh, we talked it's about that a lot. too early for this shit. That's a callback right. joke, if you guys don't know, from Crime and Sports, where we discussed, for some reason. Uh, overalls have just been embarrassing. In the 80s, yeah. they put wrestlers in overalls with no shirts on. And Vince so McMahon dumb. said, I like his look. <laughs> that get side that sh- tit is terrifying. Get that shirt off of there. I want to see his side tit. It popping out of those overalls. Come on. So, 
<laughs> anyway, George Evans runs back into the uh, other trailer like yeah. a smart man, like we said. Meanwhile, Sandra's still on the phone, like we said this whole time. She heard two cracking, popping, right. unknown noises. Uh, Williams picks the phone back up again. She's saying JJJ, and he just dropped the phone again. Now, this yeah. is coming from the other side, what Claire saw. Now, uh, Claire is trying to help Gerald stand up to get away from this, maybe right. get her into the other guy's trailer, or house or trailer, or whatever the fuck is next door. Uh, she finds out that she can't get him up. Blood yeah. loss is too much, yeah. and he can't stand. He's got no energy. She's got no energy. So she... Ballsy, knowing that Williams is in the trailer, she anyway still goes and runs back into the trailer to find something to stop Gerald's bleeding. Is that crazy or brave? And to get her car keys to take him oh to the hospital. Oh, my God. It's both. It's, is it? It's, is it shock? I, I mean, it's instinct. Yeah. It's something that you would see a mother do yeah. when their kids are hurt. Right. And they would be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going right. in there. They go into burning buildings yeah. for their kids. Like, they don't care. Like, but this is some next level wifery yeah. right here. Yeah. This is some shit. This is wild. She needs him alive. She's got no life insurance. She, That's she what she's him. like. We didn't sign the paperwork. Right, right. Please. Please don't die. Come Live, goddammit. So uh, this poor woman, Jesus Christ. I mean, she's, she's got her hero. son shot, her yeah. husband shot. She's scared shitless, and she doesn't give a fuck. She bravely goes back into this trailer to get something, to get the car keys. What she finds, though, obviously, is Williams, yeah. uh, who waves the rifle at her and tells her to get back and leave him alone or else he'd kill her. Okay. Now, think about this. Claire replied to him, now this is a guy who just shot, in, just indiscriminately right. shot your husband and your son, and she doesn't give a fuck. She's in his face. She uh, she is asking him to help her. Yeah. She's saying, he's hurt out there. Gerald's hurt. You need to fucking help me. Yeah. Stop being a dick and help yeah. me here. Williams then, instead of shooting her, he smashes her in the face with the rifle. Jesus. With the butt of the rifle, which is brutal. That's, That's vicious. You know, what you see in like a, a full metal jacket when yeah. somebody fucks up and right. they check, you give them a jaw check with the butt right. of an M14. Or, or the bad guy in Die Hard. Yeah, right. one of the two. Somebody's getting jacked. Someone's jacked in the face here. Uh, so she smash, he smashes her in the face and the jaw, breaking her jaw. Fuck. Which is brutal. But he does not shoot her. Okay. Which I find so strange. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. Is it not fascinating, fascinating. that he, he obviously just didn't seem to give a shit about human right. life, but got to the point where he had to physically get her away from him without without killing right. her, which is amazing that he did. I don't know what the psychology is yeah. there. I don't know if that's a... I don't know. Was she oh, nice to the bully at some that's point? That's what I mean. Yeah. Was she nice? Did she? She must have been so fucking nice to him. Like, Maybe she talked I was Gerald say, into letting the, him stay. That's there. what I mean. Is yeah, she yeah, the yeah. one who's like sponsored him into gotcha. the situation? Yeah. Is she the one who knows him well? Like, it's got to be. Like, oh, he's a nice guy. He's just troubled. Yeah. She's trying. I don't know what it is, but somehow he leaves or her. She's with an amazing cook, and he comes something. home. And there's always dinner on the table. Yeah, he leaves her with her life, yeah. uh, broken jaw, but her life, and uh, he leaves with. With other things of hers, he leaves with her purse, yeah. which has her credit cards, checkbook, uh, over $500 cash, yeah. uh, all this shit. So uh, meanwhile, while all this is going on, yeah. this is this is one of these, this is like Rashomon. We're going to, it's like all these different points of views okay. because there's a phone point of view. Right. There's Claire's first person yeah. point of view. Now there's a guy driving by on the street, okay. uh, a, a, a gentleman named Buford uh, Billaduea. So uh, fucking uh, Wow, Buford. That's a southern name. Buford. B- yeah. Bill of I don't know yeah. what, but Buford. 
They call Buford. me BB. They call me BB. Yeah. It's much easier yeah. now. Now, BB, he's driving his truck. He drives past the Paravicini's trailer. Yeah. He saw Jeffrey and Gerald run out of the trailer. That's yeah. the time he ran in front. So this is where we're going you know, to triangulate this yeah. whole thing and put it together. He sees them run out. Uh, he then sees Williams follow them uh, later on because he sits there for a minute. This right. is because all this happens. We just described it, but it happened. This is 30 seconds. Right. She runs next door, gets the guy. He comes out. Don't right. you shoot. I'll buy. He runs back in his trailer. She goes inside, says, help me. He smashes her with the butt of the rifle, right. walks out with the purse. A minute tops. Yeah. So this guy sees all this, sees this guy bleeding, sits there for a second, then sees Jason Williams come out of the trailer uh, with a large black purse. Okay. Now, Williams at this point uh, approaches Bill Adewaya, yeah. telling him that he needs Bill Adewaya's truck because he has an emergency. Yeah. Okay. Now, B- Bill Adewaya, uh, uh this is fucking great. Bill Adewaya, this is very Southern. Yeah. Buford notes that Williams looked as though he had been, quote, taking dope. So, <laughs> Maybe he's like, seen it too. He said, yeah. I, I, see, I heard it on, on yeah. the TV. They talk about them people that take dope yeah. and i feel like that's what they're gonna look like <laughs> so bill adewaya does the probably funniest thing i've ever fucking heard of when being a caught co- i've never heard of anyone do this when they're being carjacked yeah. this might be the thing to do i'm not sure what he does is he yanks the keys out of the ignition gets out of the truck and runs into the woods <laughs> leaves it's yours truck. he didn't say give me the keys and the truck didn't say shit left his truck in yeah. the middle of the street yeah. with the fucking pass driver door open and he just ran into the woods with his keys in his hands leaving william standing there going what the fuck do i do now what do i do now he's got a truck shit all right well that's pointless now I, it worked but yeah. it's the funniest fucking thing i've ever heard now there's a truck sitting in the middle of the road it's the, it's the equivalent of like a kid if somebody pushes him they just go down in like a fetal position it's like that sort of thing like what the fuck what's wrong with you right. so he does that uh so then williams began shooting at bill adewaya just looking him in the indiscriminately woods. firing shots off at a running man and now it's turned into a real southern yeah. farce now, now it's a shit storm now there's a guy named buford fleeing a pickup truck into the woods now i hear but it's like comical it's not like you know yeah it's not rapey banjo no. music yeah. it's like like when smokey's running from the smoking in the band and are having a chase i don't know benny hill on a banjo that's what, that's it, what is. it is so i mean there's dying people right. it's not funny but no. this is fucking ridiculous so he's shooting at this guy this guy doesn't get hit somehow runs yeah. away into the woods avoids being hit uh, so now Williams is standing there like, shit, I can't do anything with this truck. Yeah. What do I do now? So he turns and walks up the road about 100 yards. Uh, there he finds the home of Linda and Freddie Barber. Okay. Uh, now Williams knew them just from around the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, since he's been there, he like there's like a hoop in the neighborhood yeah. apparently. And uh, he's like gone and shot hoops with their kids Got for it. a little bit their sons and play some cornhole on the weekends or some yeah, shit their yeah. sons brad and brian uh uh have played bas- basketball with him outside yeah. just shot some hoops and he goes inside you know whatever yeah he's not best friends with these people he just knows of them knows Got their it. name hey freddie hey fucking right. whatever hey jay bug how you doing right. <laughs> so uh also too they they'd have uh, uh they've been at church on a couple of occasions together with them so he right. went to church with the power of and and knew these people Got from it. there 
introduced him the whole deal. Uh, so Williams here, Jay Bug attempts to uh, enter their home. He's trying to break into the barber's house or trailer, whatever. Right. Uh, whatever gotta keep, gotta be right. very specific yeah. here. Now Linda Barber. <laughs> Is into their shelter. Into their shelter, <laughs> into their dwelling. Uh, so now Linda Barber was getting ready for work at the U.S. Post Office. So shine. she's going to work for the Postal Service. Rain uh, or shine. Rain or shine. Yep. She's showing up. Uh, she answers the front door. Uh, you know, she's just like, oh, that's that guy from down the street. Right. Well, I wonder what he wants so early Possibly in the morning. Early for basketball. Who knows? Something right. might be wrong. Maybe Claire needs some sugar. I don't yeah. fucking know. Maybe she ran out of whatever. So right. she opens the door. Uh, when she opens the door, uh, Williams immediately shoots her in the head. Oh, my God. Immediately shoots her in the head. Uh, so Right now. Right now. No shoot, questions. No, shoots her twice in the head like okay. nobody's business. Pow, right. pow. That's that's it for Linda there. Uh, poor Linda Barber. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's 6 o'clock in the morning, 6.30 in the morning. She opens her door. Oh, there's a neighbor. Gunshots to Over. the head. That's insane. So now next, uh, J-Bug here goes into the kitchen where Freddie Barber... Is just sitting there at the table drinking coffee, minding his own fucking business. So what does Jason Williams do? Shoots him right in the head. Oh, my God. These people have done nothing to him. Nothing. No, they're not even in his way. No. It's not even like they're trying to, uh, you know, keep him, retain him. They're right. not trying to hold him till the cops get there. They don't know what's... They're just in their house, man. Jesus. Like, this is fucking nuts. He's so, wandering through shooting people. Wandering through shooting people. Next, uh, he goes down the hall... Mm. And finds Brian, son Brian, sleeping in his bed and shoots him while he's asleep in his bed. Fuck. Multiple gunshot wounds, uh, two of which ended up being found in his his head. Okay. So I think it was three gunshots altogether, two of which in his head. That's uh, fucked up. Killed him in bed. He never knew. Never knew what happened. Uh, all three of these very close range. Yeah. Shot Linda. She opened the door. She's face yeah. to face right, right there. Walked right into the kitchen. It's a small trailer kitchen, yeah. man. It's not yeah. a not like he's shooting across a great room of a right. mansion. Right in the head and then walked up on a sleeping child and put a gun to him and, and shot him three fucking times there. Uh, this is this is insanity. Uh, all close range. Now, Brad, through this whole thing, uh, was was sleeping in the back, the son Brad. Yeah. Uh, he awoke to the sounds of, you know, screaming and gunshots yeah. reverberating through a tin trailer. That'll right. happen. Uh, so he Brad, a bunch of fat people getting out of doors. Yeah, he's like, who, yeah. How, who invited we fat people We don't know fat over? people. Our aunt and Uncle Bill, and, <laughs> where are they now? I thought they weren't coming over till later. They are fat as shit, and they you never just wait. You wait for her to go through the door. <laughs> Or then walk through Light it. Now, what the hell are you doing? Turn. Goddamn rednecks. <laughs> he doesn't like the rednecks either. I have to live here, but I ain't got to like it. So uh, poor Brad, he gets up and opens his door and mm-hmm. looks out to see what the fuck's going on. Williams turns around like the fucking Terminator. Oh, no. Sees him poke his head out of the door, starts walking toward him. There's oh, somebody shit. else to fucking shoot. Uh, so he ends up, uh, Brad ducks back into his bedroom and uh, and locks the door. Yeah. You locked a hollow core trailer right. door. That's not going to do much. Williams quickly kicked it in or yeah. went really yeah. hard. <laughs> One of the two, it flew off the fucking hinges. Uh, so Brad, though, he's a goddamn fighter. Yeah. Brad doesn't just fall down in the fetal position and take his fate and accept it. He grabs the barrel of the gun, okay. like reaches out, not grabs it like you're grabbing yeah, yeah. Your, your dick, like right. long ways. He grabs it like- Just cups the front. Cups the front yeah, with the front of the barrel, barrel yeah. over his palm, just like grabbing it and just, you're reaching out, trying yeah. to push it away from you, Try I to assume. survive. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's the advantage of a close range right. attack, uh, this sort of thing. Will 
Williams just pulls the trigger, shoots him in the hand, blows a shot through his hand. Uh, The two of them struggle now because they're in close range, and he had the gun. He shoots it, so he, you know, it knocks that hand off, but he keeps trying to struggle. And it's hard to get a rifle at someone who's on top of you because you can't because it's it's too long. long. (laughs) You need you need range. That's that's you're like Dave Winfield at the plate. Like you like that outside pitch, you can extend your arms on. You know, like in the seventies, or it's one of those things. Like you don't you don't want to get jammed up. That's kind of the whole idea of a, of, a, of a handgun. Yeah. It's a little better in close better. quarters. Right. So, yeah, this not so great here. Uh, so uh, Brad ends up somehow manages to escape out of his grips, out mm-hmm. of William's grips, and burst through the back door and get out of the home. Great. Somehow gets out of the house and bursts and runs through the woods. Okay. Apparently, if anyone's attacking you, just find the nearest woods and run towards them. That's run. where you're safe. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. That's, Sidestep, bob and weave around trees. Just get the fuck out of there. It's, it's called an Alabama panic room, I believe, <laughs> is the woods. Also an Alabama rape room. Also, that's one of the two. So, uh, well, that, that, that would cause panic. Yeah, so, there you yeah. go. But so, in this case, I would rather be raped than murdered. I would I say, think, yeah, I think so. I don't know if, uh, maybe. Yeah, I think I yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, So, <laughs> he runs through the, I don't know, maybe. It's, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't know I how mean, to say you never that. Know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't want someone to go, well, it's, I wish I was dead. And I, fine. All right. All right good. <laughs> I don't know. That's off this, neither here nor there. There's in no rape case, in the story. Though, this is terrifying. No rape in the no, story. I'll, I'll guarantee you God. that much. All There's right. zero rape. Good. Absolutely none. So, uh, uh, so at this point, he runs through the woods, and his sister lives on the other side of the woods from yeah. their house. So he runs to his sister's house to safety. Now, Williams uh, looks around the house, takes the barber's keys, and steals some money and shit sure. that he finds, and grabs their van and drives off. Okay. He's gone. Fucking takes off out of the neighborhood, screaming down the street in a stolen van. Yeah. Now, February 16th, two days, this is, that was the 15th, now yeah. the morning of the 15th, the next day, uh, he has reached the Mississippi-Louisiana border. So he's crossed the border. You're right by the border to Mississippi, right. crossed into there, and then crossed the entire state of Mississippi. State. All the way across, I assume on the 10, yeah. all the way across Mississippi. Uh, he re- reaches the Mississippi-Louisiana border and goes to a pay phone and calls Sandra Elsey. Why? What? You have thoroughly fucked that up. Yeah, yeah. And I assume... If I'm him, I would assume she knows about what I just did, right. too. So she probably likes me less now, I'm right. going to say, at this point. Maybe I can restart this, though. Like, Baby. My, my bad, my, the good that you like. So my day went to shit, but it, I, I had good intentions. So I'm going to go back to the part where I still had good intentions, which was the phone call to her. That's what I'm going to do. You believe in Jesus? <laughs> because can, can, I got to atone right now. You can be born again. Right. See, like this relationship. And I choose to be reborn like to version. right the part where I was on you the know, phone with you. You so. know. Right about there. So Actually, picture me sliding out of Jesus's vagina right, to the, right now. Right before. I said, take me to the Top Gun Club instead of going home with you. Right before that point. That's when I'm going to slide that's when right out of Jesus's nether oh, loins. A nether loins. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Nether region or loinal area. So, Elsie, uh, Sandra Elsie advises him to surrender. Yeah. Because uh, the, the authorities have now come to her house looking for him. Sure. So, she's like, yeah, cops are here, too. Like, everyone's right. fucking looking for you. You shot a fuckload of people. Too many. You killed a bunch of people. A this lot. is just not okay yeah. here. Uh, Jesus Christ, man. You've, fuck, you have killed, that's too many people. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You've but killed by the four, grace of God, people. did uh, BB get out four through. people? Sorry. Yeah. Could be, could be six. 
Yeah, could it be could seven. be six. That's yeah, the thing. Could be Claire. Could yeah. be fucking Brad. It could, yeah. Who knows? But Bob could be Buford, eight if he hit BB. Right? That's a, yeah, he's out if there. He hit, if he hit BB and killed Claire, that's eight altogether that that yeah. caught bullets. No, absolutely unbelievable. Uh, and if, so she she told him apparently uh, after this, she said to turn himself in. He walks out of a telephone booth and uh, walks over, finds the nearest police officer he can find and turns himself in in Mississippi. That's it. He's like, all right, fine. He turns himself in. Uh, yeah, it's about 100 miles west of where this all took place. Uh, he tells authorities he was drinking heavily and he had he was taking LSD and he, more on that later, more on his oh, excuses okay. later. Uh, but uh, that's what he says initially. The police say that they had he had a phone conversation with his ex-wife and uh, uh, she apparently didn't want to see him anymore and they believe that was the trigger that made him snap. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that wasn't good enough, right? They still cuffed him. They, yeah, yeah, yeah no, okay, no, they, all right, all right, all right, good. <laughs> they were like, "Oh well, you know, let him go." Sorry, you gotta let him go. It's a great story. He Have was a under day. a lot of pressure. His wife left him. It's, but, it happened, you but, know. But you just slid back out of Jesus's nether loins, right? Yeah, it's, so, it's all okay. All right, she's Have fine. a great He's day, fine. sir. So, uh, uh, Brad Barber and uh, and uh, Jeffrey Carr, the uh-huh. Paravicini's uh, stepson, there uh, were both wounded, and they were both in stable condition in the hospital by the yeah. time he was caught. Uh, so uh, uh, they said. Uh, <laughs> It's funny too. They he, they he they had him like he went to the police. And then they had they had to like call the other police to yeah. like, come get him. Like hey, we got a guy here who right. says you might want him type of thing. And the cops said, "quote He told us about where he was, and he said that he had thrown the rifle away." So yeah, he said he on the way. He threw yeah. the rifle out the window or over a bridge somewhere. Uh, uh, he doesn't know what bridge or what water it was. Just okay. one of these bridges over there. He said he also disposed of Freddie Barber's wallet after taking all the money out of mm-hmm. it, obviously. He said he spent the money that he stole from the Barbers and Claire Paravicini on what? Crack cocaine. Oh, my God. He said, because uh, yeah, it didn't take him a whole day to get 100 miles. Yeah. He said that he took the van and the cash, drove away from there, went and smoked crack for a while. Went to a crack, Dan. Went for till he had no more. Smoked all of the money and crack that he had, wow. basically, and then took off westward. That's a hell of a fucking plan. That's a, some kind of plan. I'm wow. going to kill these people, smoke a bunch of crack, and then I guess go to Mexico? I don't know what the fuck his plan was. Turn myself in because westward. I can't get to Mexico uh, now. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, wow. I spent all my money on crack. Jesus. So, uh, yeah, according to his initial interview uh, with law enforcement here, uh, he said that he had a few drinks with Elsie. He said that he drank liquor all night at the club. Mm-hmm. While at the club, he bought two round yellow pills from someone named Teddy. Yeah. Ooh, never buy anything from someone named Teddy. <laughs> he said he didn't know whether the pills were ecstasy or LSD, but he was pretty sure they were LSD, and so was Teddy. Got so, it. you're selling pills, you don't even know what they are. I think this is LSD or it might be ecstasy, and someone went, I'll take it. This is either ecstasy or Tums. Try what it. What the fuck? <laughs> it's in a bathroom, right. so it's illicit, so I'm selling it to you. <laughs> Unreal. So he says, like I said, he believes he took the pills between 3 and 5 a.m. Uh, at that point. Uh, now, April 12th, 92, regardless of whatever excuse he has, he is indicted, obviously, yeah. on two counts of capital murder. Uh, Williams is also charged uh, with uh, attempted murder on Claire and Brad. Yeah. Uh, it was two counts of capital murder because that's murder during a robbery. Yeah. So that's the, who, who he stole money from, yeah. uh, basically. And it's uh, the other one is that's. 
murder during a robbery, and then the other count of it is murder of two or more persons in the same course of conduct. It's also murder. a capital offense. So yeah. he's got two death penalty uh, eligible offenses sure. on his docket. So that's no, nothing. Nothing about uh, uh, attempted murder or assault with a deadly weapon on yeah. BB. <laughs> no, not on him. He's indicted. <laughs> they also. dropped that one. Two counts of attempted murder of Jeffrey Carr and Brad Barber. Okay. Also, they could have uh, got him with all kind of shit. All kind Grand of theft assault, auto. Ball, two Grand counts theft of that auto. shit. I'm sure he had crack on him or yeah, some, some residue of something on right. him when they found him. Uh, he decides to plead. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say I didn't do it, right? Because I don't know. Everyone saw you do it, right? You was two, you left two. Li- well, shit, you left two living witnesses in one house right. and one in another, and then another in another, and house, another house with a shotgun, and then a guy running through the woods, right? So you have you, people have seen your Way fucking face. Too many. I would say so. I'm sure he was singing like a songbird at the crack den too. Oh God. But Can't what imagine you, he what he was talking in about. Flush with fucking yeah. seven hundred bucks in his pocket, and they're like, "Where the fuck did you get that?" He was just there, right? Three hours before right. that, spending all his money on crack, and he comes back with crack money. Wrestling with a dude that has a gunshot wound in the hand, so he's likely covered in blood too. Oh yeah, oh, oh definitely. He For shot sure. yeah. all these people close range. Uh, There's blood all over him. He can't have insane. blood on him. Uh, he pleads guilty, or I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah. He pleads not guilty by by reason of mental disease or defect. So yeah. he's going to say he's crazy. Uh, he's not going to say he's crazy. Actually, it's very very temporary because. His excuse is, I was tripping my balls off. That LSD's a, LSD's a, a hell of a fucking, uh, you know, takes it. over, yeah. and I couldn't help it. Doesn't uh, fucking make it okay, bro. No, we get to the trial of this whole deal, uh-huh. and Williams testifies at his trial like a lunatic. Yeah. Uh, is this one of the first of its kind to be to be nah, argued that, have, that he was on drugs? For, no, really? people try that shit for years. And there's actually an argument for it that if you're so fucked up, that you uh, that you are not uh, uh, aware of the consequences yeah. of your actions, blah blah blah. You'll still get convicted, probably for murder, but technically by the law that would be manslaughter at that point, okay. like an involuntary manslaughter. But you're going away for something yeah. for this. You can't just kill people. I'm trying and go, to make the sentence lighter. Yeah, you can't yeah. just go. Well, I was fucked up, and they go, "Oh, that's all right, man. That's all right." Man. We understand. Yeah, clean it up next time. Clean yeah. it up next time. It's no big deal. So it's a crazy thing to fucking say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the trial, November tenth. 92, he testifies. Uh, he says that uh, he had a few beers with Elsie, like we said. Then he said he, he quote, uh, he drank, quote, a pretty good bit of beer after she dropped him off at another club. He said at the club, he's telling the court that he purchased three hits of LSD for $7 each. That's a deal. That isn't a bad deal. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's not, it's not terrible. Uh, it, it, from someone he didn't know, <laughs> That's Teddy. That's a bad deal. Teddy, <laughs> you bought... Unknown pills from a stranger right. in an Alabama bar bathroom. For cheap. What the fuck did you expect? <laughs> for a, a quote, good deal. Right. The fuck did you expect would happen here? Uh, he said uh, uh, he remembered taking two of them. Uh, he says that he testifies on the stand that he does not remember killing anyone. Not even for a second. Uh, he only recalls that he went into the bathroom and began to feel very scared. He said that the walls were moving at this point. And imagine him on st- on the stand I trying can't even to imagine because I mean to to act to tell a big horseshit lie in front of a ru- in broad daylight with judges and jurors and right. people staring at you right. it just looks ridiculous <laughs> to tell some it's not like no I went home I wasn't there I went home no right. really I didn't kill her he starts going into this crazy story about what he saw in his acid trip 
and he's trying to convey this to the jury, which must have been ridiculous. Uh, he said he began ver- to feel very scared in the bathroom. He saw the walls move, which yeah. they do anyway. They're trailer walls. We know how this works. Somebody yeah. must have bumped into them, and it's still reverberating. <laughs> then he said, though, this was the thing. He said he saw a larger-than-life apparition walking toward him okay. that made him fear for his life. And he's telling this story to a librarian from Gadsden. Who's on the man. jury. Right. Yeah, who listens to the Gold City Quartet. <laughs> right. He's like, I was tripping balls, and there was this big thing, <laughs> right. and it was black and coming toward me, right. and I thought he was going to eat my soul. And she's, gonna, she's supposed to believe that and be like, you know, and she says, we should be li- we should be light on him. <laughs> she, she says, let me ask you a question. You believe in Jesus? <laughs> I feel like you should. I feel like you need him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he he said all that. He didn't. He's a larger than life apparition. Uh, he says that he began flipping out even before he called Sandra Elsie. Yeah. He said so. He was tripping balls. Called Sandra Elsie as kind of like a a grounding thing. And I will say this: when you're tripping on acid, you look for uh, you look for a, a, a branch to grab onto yeah. as you're sliding down Something the hill. Solid. You look for a sober person right. who you know will take care of you because right. you can't take care of yourself because you are a fucking moron. Useless. You're useless. So he says that he called Elsie and he said he tried to disguise his drug use from her to try to to keep her from getting angry with him. Right. So he didn't call her up and be like, I'm tripping and I'm scared and I need help. He called her up and being like, oh, I'm fine, baby. It's yeah. all good. What's happening? It's Talk fine. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. So he said he testified, though, after he got on the phone with her, saw the apparition. Ah, I'm all scared in the bathroom. He says he testifies that he does not remember anything that occurred between the time he dialed the number for Sandra and when he, quote, found himself driving a van in Mississippi a day later. A day. He lost. He's saying I lost 24 hours. (laughs) I blacked out. For 24 hours. Nope. Nope. Sorry. First of all, acid doesn't last 24 no. hours. Second of all, you don't black out from acid. No. Third of all, no. No. 24 hours, you don't black out from drinking. For There's nothing no. that makes you black out for 24 you hours besides entire day. some powerful narcotic administer, administer, administered by a fucking anesthesiologist is the only <laughs> thing that's going to keep you out. Do you have an epidural in that van, Come sir? on, dude. Seriously. <laughs> out of your fucking mind. Did they, <laughs> did they give you it. an IV dilaudid at the crack den? Well, yeah, that's the well, only that's thing it. that makes well, it they okay. They jam that right. in there. Even then, you remember things. You wouldn't right. not out for twenty four right. hours. You come back an hour later, right. going, "Oh fuck!" Man. Did they Michael Jackson propofol you Jesus. at the crack den? Because otherwise, no. And somehow you slept walk right. slept walked your way into murders right. and smoking a bunch of crack right. and robberies and then driving across the state, but you didn't realize it. Not just sleepwalking. Fuck. You were talking. You told a you man, sleep "Give me your truck." I'm a sleep killer. Right. Sleep carjacker. Right. Sleep a breaking and enter, sleep crack purchaser, right. sleep driver, everything. So, uh, yeah. Although that would be amazing to pass out and then just wake up somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have that sort of technology nope. yet. Where no. <laughs> you can't, I can't sleep on planes, so that's not that's a thing. A, yeah. <laughs> but I'd love to just sit down somewhere and then just wake up and I'm in New York. Never that would happens. Be wonderful. <laughs> Never fucking happens, unfortunately. For but us. he figured this technology out in 1992. Good news. 
was pretty impressive, honestly. All on his own, too. A little home experimentation. Regular Steve Jobs. Yeah. And the funny thing is, too, when on when he spoke to the cops on February 16th and gave his big statement about not remembering what happened, no word of a large apparition. Nothing. No word of walls moving, of being scared, of right. tripping balls. None of that shit came up at that point. Oh, he just went, I don't know. I got I drank a whole bunch. I don't remember what Some happened. people are dead. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, that's, that's a sticky point when yeah. they, you know, cross-examine him and they're like, well, why didn't you tell the police officers about that right. and shit like that? He, I was still out of it. Right. It's ridiculous. I hadn't thought of it yet. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, that's what my lawyer told right. I mean, shit. Damn it. Fuck, I'm bad at this. God damn it. Maybe I shouldn't have. Hey, you know what? You were right. I shouldn't have. Te- oh, I, I have, have to. to now. Oh, fuck. Did I tell you I was adopted? I'm stuck here now? <laughs> I'm having chest pains. Anybody else having chest pains? The walls I, are closing in. I, I know I did an oath. I think I'm going to read it again. I think I'll read it again because I need some time to stall. Right. So he, uh, yeah. So y'all heard of the Gold Quartet? <laughs> he said that. Uh, uh, he said all he remembers is that he did tell the officers that he didn't remember killing anyone the night before he got caught, and that he uh, he also told the officers that he remembered seeing blood on his pants. And throwing a rifle in the water. He remembered that. Okay. So he's saying, I remember, you know, this, so obviously I did it, but fuck, I'm not responsible. Right. Uh, he gets, obviously, psychiatrists to try to back him up on this, a Dr. Claude L. Brown. Yeah. Uh, he's the defense doctor. He meets with uh, Williams here. At trial, Brown testifies for the defense. Uh, he says he diagnoses Williams with borderline personality disorder, uh, which is, you know, a common thing. And it's, common. it's difficult yeah. to treat. It can be. And yeah. that doesn't mean you're going to go slaughter a neighborhood. Right. So uh, he testified about it. So he said it's a mental disorder characterized by inner emptiness, dissatisfaction and impulsive actions undertaken in an effort to feel better, such as suicide attempts. Or lots of people will yeah. have, uh, you know, go out and it's fuck 30 burst, people right, or right. do a bunch of dead, weird some burst people, of behavior. Right. Some people deal with it different ways. It's all different. It's but usually that's, not eight people getting, that's getting assaulted. Usually right. not. Uh, but he says that uh, persons with BPD, uh, for the most part, have limited uh, – But by the way, this isn't me saying this. This mm-hmm. is a doctor on the stand in 1992 right. in Alabama. So mm-hmm. whatever. I'm just saying what he said in court. Uh, they have limited – he says they have limited but intense fluctuating relationships. Uh, He testified that people with borderline personality disorder can be thrown into psychotic behavior by increases in anxiety from any source. Uh, He testified that Williams' BPD dates all the way back to his childhood Mm -hmm. and was unrelated to his use of drugs before the murders. He also testified that LSD is... uh, per weight, you know, per whatever, uh, pound for pound, sure. uh, the most uh, psychogenic drug in the world. He testified <laughs> that LSD causes frightening distortions and detachments from reality, uh, like psychosis. Furthermore, more using alcohol and cocaine with LSD exacer- uh, exaggerates these responses, yeah. which isn't very true. And I've taken acid, and I know people, a lot of people have taken acid. You never see wholesale things appear never happens that shit that happens in movies right. in real life you see shit distorted and yeah. a little melty and right. different or you look sit like sit down in a chair and it's softer yeah. than it should be i remember my friend tom looked like a witch <laughs> like just the way his face and i was like oh weird but you, i didn't see a witch appear right. and then he was sitting in front of him right. like that's ridiculous so it's bullshit so isn't this fun isn't it fun? Right. Uh, he also uh, says on the stand that Williams was psychotic at the time of the killings. Uh, furthermore, Williams was suffering from uh, uh, this mental disease or defect rendered him unable to appreciate the nature and quality or wrongfulness of his acts, which is the 
legal definition of, of crazy uh, or whatever, of not criminally, criminally responsible. Uh, he also says that this psychosis resulted from a combination of pre-existing personality structure acted upon by the heavy overload of drugs that he'd been taking all night and then finally set off by the stressor of Sandra being mad at him. Now give all me this, a paycheck. All this, boom, <laughs> now pay me. Uh, I've said it on the stand. I would like my paycheck, sir. Yeah, and he also says that his BPD in and of itself probably didn't trigger this conduct, but had Williams been sober, the murders probably wouldn't have occurred. Mm -hmm. That's his opinion. Now, the state doctor... Slightly different opinion. A little bit. Uh, a little bit. He also diagnoses Williams with BPD, yeah. which is fine. Uh, also, uh, uh, antisocial personality disorder and uh, also substance abuse, which the other guy didn't talk too much about. Right. Uh, he just talked about that day. Uh, this Dr. Harry McLaren testified that uh, given Williams' account of his drug and alcohol ingestion, uh, he was probably very intoxicated at the time of the killings, just based on yeah. his statements. But those are self-serving statements. Also, it's a man. It's a guy that's probably talking about if he ingested that much shit. Yeah, You're yeah, talking yeah. about a man a that... A pro. This even kills him. Yeah, this, he took a bunch of pills, smoked right. a bunch of crack. But he it's can, no different than day before. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy used to do a whole bunch of shit and get yeah. in the car and drive right. fine. I was like, how do you do how that? I don't know how he did it back that, in the day. We were like 17, right. by the way. So don't say, you shouldn't let people do that. We were 17. Right. I had no idea you shouldn't let people I do that. Drank and drove. Everybody was just like, I think I can get home, and then right. you go. So, uh, and I did. It's not good, too. You shouldn't do that. But I'm not proud of it. No. I'm just saying. I did it yeah, a lot, and you, I, mean, I never everybody. hurt nobody. Yeah, so uh, he also testifies that psychosis resulting from LSD can last from 8 to 12 hours, uh -huh. and that Williams' uh, amnesia was possibly chemically induced. He also testified that when some people are highly intoxicated from hallucinogenic drugs, they may display some symptoms of psychosis. Uh, he says he met with him a whole bunch of times. The guy gave him uh, – Williams gave this doctor the same story about the club and the whiskey. And yeah. the now there's a long purple tablet involved oh. in addition to the other one. So that came out of nowhere with this guy. <laughs> yeah, himself some Nexium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He told this guy that uh, he went to a house and on two different trips he bought crack he said he remembered arguing on the phone. This is what he told the doctor. And then he flipped out, felt frightened. He gave this guy the same bullshit story. He says that he tells Dr. McLaren that he heard someone holler his name and felt like everyone was out to get him after the large apparition appeared. And then he told the doctor that he thought the only way out of this trailer was to shoot his way out. Wow. The only way out it's of the trailer, to shoot a, his way out. It's a door that breaks. Yeah, really easy it's a door that breaks. And, and not to mention, <laughs> you could have left at any right. time and you hit Claire with a rifle right. and then you went up the street and tried to rot. You did a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah. If you just shot one person and then snap back to reality, right. I might give it to you. Right. I might go, fuck, let him do five years and maybe he didn't know any better. Right. No, you did a whole bunch of shit. Sorry. And still, if he shoots one person, but if that person's not dead. That's yeah, the difference. That's the difference. If, yeah, if, if you kill them, you're going to fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe go to jail for the rest of your life. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he said he had no other memories again until he found himself driving the van in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, this, this doctor basically said that Williams had no significant psychiatric history other than the attempted suicide back in 1990. Uh, he knew the wrongfulness of his acts, regardless of the drugs. And he testified that since drugs and alcohol exacerbated Williams' uh, borderline personality disorder without intoxication, Williams probably would not have killed these people. But what fucking difference does that uh, yeah. make? Uh, other witnesses uh, uh, at trial.
trial testified that they thought Williams had taken drugs that night. A, uh, a Gregory Rockwell, who uh, he worked the door at the club that he was at, the Top yeah. Gun Club. Uh, this guy, he testified that he saw Williams arrive around 1130, which makes sense because Sandra wanted to go home at 11, and leave around 1 a.m. They said Williams returned within an hour. So they leave at 1 a.m. This, this makes sense because he said he went and bought crack twice Got in the it. night. So he says they left at 1 a.m., returned within an hour, looking, uh, appearing disheveled, sweating profusely, <laughs> jumping and dancing around, which sounds like, I just smoked a whole bunch of crack. <laughs> and then when he left later on in the night. Jumping and dancing. Well, you're in a club. Okay. And plus, I, I'm, I'm picturing him getting out of a car, jumping and dancing no, all no. the way to the He door. went jumping and dancing, and then also he said he probably took some ecstasy or some yeah. shit like that, and that'll make you jump and dance and yeah. sweating profusely is all those things. Yeah. So all this shit going on right yeah. now, it's, it's fucking crazy. So Rockwell said uh, that uh, he thought Williams appeared as though he was tripping on LSD at the time. Got it. But that's at, you know, 1 a.m. Yeah. Uh, now, also at Kelso Stewart testified that Williams asked him if he knew where some LSD or crack cocaine could be located that night. That is a big difference. I'm looking for kale or a Big Mac. Can I find those anywhere? (laughs) What the fuck is that? Not that one's good and one's bad, right. but they're very different. There's vastly, there's a, there's yeah. a valley between those two. <laughs> That's huge. I could see somebody saying, I'd like to get some weed and some Coke. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, They can do those together. together. Right, right. Booze and Coke beeps people together. <laughs> I'd like to get some acid and, you know, or a, crack. a rake. Either one. <laughs> which is, I don't know what I'm in the movie. He didn't say both. He said or. Or. I'm for either, right. I either want to trip or be on crack, which are way different. So I don't know what he's in the mood for. Right. Uh, he said, uh, the steward said that uh, he left the bar between 3 and 4 a.m. Jay Williams did. And when he returned, he also, between 3 and 4 a.m., found Williams disheveled and sweaty and hyper. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he went and got crack and yeah. came back, hung out, partied, went back, got some more crack. That is what it sounds like. He chose uh, the crack. <laughs> he chose the crack. So as you can imagine, this trial, I mean, there's not a whole lot of mystery to who did it. No, <laughs> he no. fucking did it. It's just a matter of if a 1992 Alabama jury feels got bad for a guy because he was all <laughs> fucked up on hippie drugs. So what do you think's going to happen? <laughs> think they're going to let him off? Somebody's about to have some fried chicken yeah, and some mashed potatoes. that's what I'm saying here. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Someone's going to have some last words. Yeah. November 11th, 1992 <laughs> is the verdict. Yeah. Uh, the jury, after not that long, uh, re- returns a guilty verdict on one count of intentional murder during the course of a robbery for the deaths of Freddie Barber and, Li- Barber and Linda Barber also returned a gu- guilty verdict for the capital offense of intentional murder for the deaths of Gerald and Freddie Barber and all of them together in that, yeah. the one we told you about. Yeah, yeah. There's the robbery one and there's the killing more than two people at, at once thing. Right. Uh, got him on both of those. Okay. Convicted, convicted. Then the jury has to make a recommendation for sentencing, and then the judge actually does the sentencing. Got it. Jury, by a vote of 10 to 2, because this is just a majority here, uh, jury votes uh, for the death sentence yeah, for sure. him for these murders. Two people said maybe not. Two people just probably not, uh, were not death penalty advocates. It. Probably just okay. two people who don't believe in the death penalty and whatever. And also they might have thought, eh, maybe he was super fucked up and right. I don't want to kill a guy. People, you know. A couple of people with DUIs that are like, listen, I told that guy. Uh, Shit. I didn't know what I was doing. I don't remember shit. I've been there. I've not remembered things. 
So now December 1st, 1992 is sentencing. Uh, and uh, during the sentencing hearing, William's actual mother is there, his real mother. The one that gave birth. The one that gave birth to him oh uh, is there, Patricia Neal. And she begged the jury not to recommend the death penalty uh, before they did. She said, quote, I just blame me because I was not a mother to my son like I should have been. Please don't kill my son. Mm. So I feel for this fucking lady. That's that's some tough words. She's up there going, Jesus, fuck, it's all my fault. I'm just, I, I mean, you would feel right. terrible because you'd be like, maybe if I raised him right. and was a good mother may or a good and had a good father had a good family maybe yeah. he wouldn't be a fucking murderer I, right. I would think that too if it was I my son I shouldn't have fucked my kin if your son killed yeah right. I shouldn't have fucked my cousin <laughs> if your son kills a guy you're gonna feel guilty I'm for that shit terrible. I did yeah. something wrong there yeah. I would think uh, so Start the court thinking every conversation yeah, what did I, I have say with to him, him? Yeah. Uh, so the court here uh, it's up to them and they tell him uh, sentencing you sir yes may fuck off to uh, they sentence him to death oh boy uh, in addition to that they also sentence him to 20 years imprisonment for the attempted Just murder convictions case. so we're gonna put your corpse right back in a cell yeah. enjoy I wish they would do that Right. It's like taking urns. bones back there. Taking urns. They should have a wall of urns that have like expiration oh, okay. dates, and then I you thought, just take the urn and toss it out. I uh, thought after you meant like years. the catacombs under Paris, just like where there's like <laughs> rooms that. of like thousands of skeletons yeah, where that are just like chained up. No, no, they just stuff skeletons into a big room at the end of these catacombs under the city, and you'll walk through and they have a big skeleton skeleton room. I'd like, rather ah. be like they like stuff H. the dead H. soldiers Holmes, in there. Like A.J. Holmes's uh, dungeon, where there's yeah, just yeah. like skeletons. Strung up, yeah, yeah in, like, like that. Shit. <laughs> no, so, but a, a wall of urns that just have like a date that you can throw that shit out, or it can go yeah. back to the family if they want. It's been then. twenty years. Yeah. There you go. You're free. You're free to go, sir. So uh, that would be amazing. Uh, yeah. So he appeals, obviously. Yeah. Uh, number one appeal, he appeals on several different counts. Uh, yeah. First of all, he appear, appeals on the alleged abuse of the grand jury process. God damn it. Uh, he contends that the district attorney engaged in prosecutorial misconduct that violated his right to due process and a fair trial under the United States and Alabama constitutions. God okay. damn it. Uh, he says that uh, it, this requires immediate, immediate reversal of not only his sentences, but also his convictions. Let they me need free. Be, they need to be put aside. Uh, they said this was all about the timing of when the district attorney subpoenaed his ex-wife, Elsie, there. Uh she was at the trial to be a lead defense witness, but then uh, but then she testified before the grand jury when the prosecution called her. So they're saying she was on our witness list. So you can't call her as your person. And it's fucking ridiculous. It's it's absolutely asinine. Is that how that works? No. If, okay. No, it absolutely <laughs> isn't. What's it matter? It absolutely Because they get isn't. to cross-examine her anyway. That's the thing. But they were, it, well, this are just going for and a, they could it call doesn't her matter, too, couldn't they? But it's they? an appeal. Yeah, it's, it's a law. It's okay. grand jury shit is complicated. Okay. And there's there's more legal shit to it than that. But that's the, the basic gist of it here. Uh, also, he's complaining because the grand jury had no build, is what they're calling it, the charges against Williams for the attempted murders of Claire and Buford, yeah. uh, they brought them before the grand jury later on and called Elsie to testify then and cross-examined her. And then later, the district attorney asked 
uh, the May grand jury to it's so weird and then brought the charges up later. Okay. They're trying to say he manipulated the grand the DA manipulated the process to get the most charges and to get whatever, which is what they do. And he probably it's did do that. Job. He still shot a shitload of people. Right. So uh their job is to stack charges based on and, the event. And it's they okay. And and I'm all for because we've had people ask this. I'm I don't want anybody not getting a fair trial. If no. it comes out that the DA made somebody lie right. and shit like that, right. I don't care who you killed. You should get a fair, you should get another trial. Right. Period. That's it. You should get a retrial. That's fair, right. and we should all be fair and convict you the right way if you and, fucking did. And it. Harry Connick Jr.'s dad, that dickhead in Louisiana, yeah. like just going after death penalty after death. That's, that's I mean. terrible. You don't that's, know. That's not so, the way it should be. It should be. Case yeah. by fucking case. So it's one of those things. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, back to this here. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, a little ticky-tack thing. I'm right. like, that's a different thing where the outcome would have been the same and everything's sure. fine. That's like you didn't really get fucked and not get a fair right. trial because the sequence of events of a grand jury indictment. Right. You shot a bunch of people, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Is, several people are dead because of you. Now, I don't care if you wash two of them away. Yeah. Uh, take all the charges except for one capital murder. You're still up for yeah. death, buddy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And the other thing, too, the court also brings up, funny, nobody brought that up while it was happening. Right. They said, where you were so outraged by the prosecutorial abuse of the grand jury process, but not until you were convicted. Right. At the time, you never even said, objection, Right. That never came up. Until, the, until the judge says, uh, I'm imposing the death penalty. That's when you go, I got problems. I got all sorts we of problems. Talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> judge, we got to talk. Holy cow. I'm, it's, uh, the, the whole thing's an issue. Grand juries. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. Apparitions and such. You know how it is. So Jesus is tenderloin. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> birthed me. So the direct appeals here on in August of 1996, the Alabama Court of Criminal Appeals affirms his convictions and his death sentence. On October 3rd, 1997, the Supreme Court of Alabama affirms the decision of the Alabama Court of Appeals, which is just backing up the yeah. affirmation of the sentence and the conviction. On June 15th, 1998, the U.S. Supreme Court denied Williams' petition for his oh, repair. They told him to okay. fucking eat dicks, too. I was getting scared for a second. It's weird here. So 1999, Williams files a state habeas petition yeah. uh, in state court asserting ineffective assistance of counsel uh, now. Oh, Jesus. So this is 10 years later, six years he later. He's swinging heavy, isn't he? He's swinging for the fit, trying yeah. to throw whatever yeah. shit sticks to the wall. Yeah. Handful of spaghetti. Yeah. How many stick? <laughs> Half it fell on the floor. Fuck it. A couple of strands are still up there. It works for me. Habeas right there. Yep. And, and grand that, jury name, right there. Name him Corpus. <laughs> All right there. Now, uh, uh, August 17th, 2000, the court holds an evidentiary hearing. On October 9th, 2001, the court denies Williams... He had a petition for some evidentiary bullshit. This was like a real technical ticky-tack thing he was uh -huh. going for. They denied him on that. On November 14th, 2003, the Alabama Court of Criminal Appeals affirms the trial court's denial of his Rule 32 petition. Okay. So this is some legal shit. On May 14th, 2004, the state court denies his application for a rehearing on the denial of the affirmation of the rule petition. <laughs> That's literally what it is here. Of the Holy death fuck. Penalty. Of the death penalty of the blah, 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 blah. And he shoots Buford and a partridge in a pear tree. 
Fuck. So October 1st, 2004, the Alabama Supreme Court denies his petition for a writ of, uh, what is it, sertoriari or whatever the fuck it is? Sounds right. I never know how to say that. It's (laughs) fucking Latin. So Williams, then uh, he files a a petition for another writ of federal habeas corpus in the U.S. District Court. The whole deal. Uh, his issues are they're having this. Uh, uh, it's it's a restricting issues one. It's only restricted to the scope of what it is. It is uh, the issues are whether trial counsel were ineffective in presenting an an, an invalid insanity defense. Defense. Uh, they go through the whole thing: prejudice, intoxication. There's a ton of different uh, appeals on all of this. They all fail. Yeah. Uh, after all of these failures of ex- uh, of trying to nitpick the mm-hmm. law, uh, finally May nineteenth. 2011 comes on and that is uh that is uh execution day yeah. for him uh now they have another defense challenge here they challenge the use of the lethal injection drug of course because it's new yeah. he will be the first person executed using this new cocktail of drugs after the old cocktail became unavailable Got in the it. state so uh it's uh Pentobarbital, uh, and argue, they, they argue that it wasn't proven to cease consciousness or otherwise stop the ability to feel pain, which is what the first drug does, knocks you out, and then the other one kills you. Uh, his lawyer said that violates the constitutional ban against cruel and unusual punishment. And uh, But so they take this all the way to the Supreme Court yeah. and the Supreme Court, uh, minutes before the execution is set to take place, denies his stay. Oh. So get fucked, mister. <laughs> We're uh, about to find out if it causes pain. We <laughs> uh, said, well, we got to learn somehow. <laughs> got to try it on somebody. You seem like the guy is what they said. Holy shit. So he's you're a guy that's taking a lot of drugs. You're a good guinea pig. That's that's what <laughs> you don't mind, do you? So he's scheduled to be executed at 6 p.m. On that day, May uh, May nineteenth, two thousand eleven, uh, like we said in April, they changed the protocol for the lethal injection. It was a month month before. Uh, they, he he filed all of these things. He also filed motions in district court. Went all the way up to the Supreme Court and was denied, denied, denied. At twelve fifty five p.m., Alabama Governor Robert Bentley, uh, he's the final hope for a stay yeah. uh, from the governor. You wait for that call. He said, "No thanks, I'm good. I got <laughs> shit to do tonight, so I won't be calling anything. I'm going to be uh, out to dinner with some friends, yeah. having some drinks." Uh, he said he will not intervene in the execution, uh, according he to his spokesman. At one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, he's like, "I'm. I really. I've for looked, sure let him have it. I would have done this yesterday. Honestly, it's a, we don't even need to wait till six. We can move it up if we need to. Uh, so." They said the day of his execution, he spent most of the day visiting with his mother, uh, an aunt of his, his mother, yeah. and they're not the same person. Right. His mother and, and his aunt, aunt are both there. The two women, <laughs> yeah, and other relatives in a visitation area at the prison. Uh, uh, he did not request a last meal, but he ate a last meal, Jimmy. Yeah, he didn't request a special one. What he ended up eating, this is the most depressing last meal we've ever heard, <laughs> ever. He ate hot wings and sandwiches. That relatives bought for him out of a vending machine. What? A vending machine. Vending machine hot wings? He didn't even come from the (laughs) shit prison kitchen. It wasn't even the regular meal on a tray. <laughs> he ate vending machine hot wings and one How of those. How does that even work? One of those bad sandwiches with the <laughs> yellow, with the plastic piece yeah. of yellow American cheese yeah. on it that's awful and the thick turkey and, and it's cut in a triangle and it and always like, has mayonnaise on it no matter what, even though <laughs> and it's warm. Ugh, 
<laughs> that's what he ate of his last fucking meal from a vending machine. <laughs> the vending vending machine chicken wings are what's getting me though. That's uh, how Jesus do you even Christ. make that? It's, uh, that's, that's what disgusting. I mean. You put them in a bottle. <laughs> At least order fucking Pizza Hut chicken what wings. The fuck, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Were they so, boneless? <laughs> I hope so. I hope he didn't have to pick the right. meat off him, too. He just pop him in his mouth. Ah, that's so gross. So uh, prior to his, ex- his execution, they do ask him if he has any last words. And uh, his last words are, quote, I hope that the families of the victims forgive me for what I've done. So that's his uh, last I words. For, I don't even forgive you for eating. Hot wing <laughs> vending machine hot wings. Vending machine. No shit. Uh, he smiled. Uh, <laughs> At least order a pint of ice cream like Something. everybody yeah, else. Yeah, get some fucking Hagen dazs right. like a normal person. Jesus. Uh, he smiled at his crying mother, and he, uh, as he after he asked for forgiveness for the uh, the the the, uh, the killings, yeah. uh, he died by lethal injection at six nineteen p.m. on March nineteenth uh, of that year's March May nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, ten of the family members of the victims were there, including Jeffrey. Wow, uh, the man who was shot there, and also I believe Brad was there too. Great. So we have that surviving sons of bitches, survivors, man, in their forties now. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Later, uh, this they witnessed the execution. This was at Holman Correctional Facility and at. Moore, Alabama. Okay. Uh, another viewing room also. William's mother and aunt uh, would look in on him. Uh, the minister was also, there was also a minister who works with death sure. row families. Uh, they said that he appeared to be calm, Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, he When he smiled at his mom, had the uh, the chaplain there. They shot him up and he, uh, and he, and he uh, dropped he down. That was it. Uh, yeah, and he's fucking dead. So big deal. Yeah. Older brother here of, uh, of uh, Freddie Barber said that uh, his family has suffered for the past two decades since the murders. Uh, he said that Brad Barber, who at the time was 16, who's yeah. you know now in his 30s, yeah. uh, still has nightmares about the massacre Fuck here. Fuck yes. It's crazy here. This, uh, this older brother, Louie, also said that, uh, uh, quote, we're going to try to put it behind us and go on with our lives. You don't ever are you you don't never really want to see somebody die. But I think justice was served. I never did think I'd live to see this day, but I did. And I thank the good Lord for it. <laughs> that sounds like a guy from Alabama who really likes the death penalty. He just contradicted the fuck. Out. You don't never want to see somebody die. But, but I, I think, think it's the good. Lord. I, I thank the good thank... Lord for what I saw today. You never want to see it. But when you see it, you got to thank <laughs> Thank the good Lord for it, because he did give it to you. He did give that to me today. That is a gift from Jesus. Yes, sir. Uh, They asked him. (laughs) That's awesome. They also asked him if he could ever forgive Williams after hearing his apology. I don't forgive him for eating chicken wings out of vending (laughs) machine. That vending machine sandwich looked terrible. Uh, Louis Barber, the older brother, said that, quote, it's possible. He sounded kind of sincere. He asked us to forgive him. He said he was sorry. We'll take it from there. So maybe over time, who the fuck knows? Uh, Williams uh, willed all of his worldly possessions uh, to an Ellen Leabell of Warrior, Alabama. What did uh, she get? Nobody knows who she is to him or wh- really? how she knows him or what the fuck. But uh, his belongings were a Sanyo black and white TV oh in 2011. Yeah. Where the fuck do you get a black and white TV? That's not even available as an option. Uh what is that worth? What is nothing? <laughs> Assorted pictures and letters. Yeah. Cosmetics for some reason. I don't know if that meant soap and shit like that. Was, he, like, was he? No, I think it was probably soap and shit. Cosmetics. Was, was probably, he selling his ass in prison? I think he was selling his ass. <laughs> I pretty myself up. Yeah, not on death row, though. That's right. not possible. Right. Uh, a brown leather Bible, a shaving mirror, and then the the 
the jewel the of the package. The resistance. 18 postage stamps. Yes. That's worth at least $6 or $5. That That's pretty good. Are they 39 cents now? Is that what they I are? I have no idea. I think they're in the 30s. And you shouldn't know either with stamps.com. <laughs> right. should go to stamps.com. I'm guessing. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> So uh, yeah, they. Uh, it's really weird though. This this. So he's dead. Everything's gone. A uh, little little uh, little addendum onto this here. They uh, Harvard University's Fair Punishment Project released a study naming Mobile County as one of the sixteen nationwide quote outliers in death penalty cases. These are the outliers are classified as counties that imposed five or more death sentences between 2010 and 2015. Oh, they impose them. They actually do it. Yeah. And that in that time, the study noted that Mobile County, which only has a population of 415,395, sentenced eight defendants to death. Holy shit. Which is a lot. It places them alongside uh Counties like Riverside County with two and a half million people, yeah. Maricopa County, which yeah. we live in in Phoenix, oh, with boy, do they over love to do it. over four million people yeah. here, and Clark County in Nevada, which is over two million That's people. Vegas. So those are big places, <laughs> yeah. and this they little place have, they'll kill just as many. They don't even have half of those people. And they're fuck. killing fucking just as many. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. Uh, they say that uh, uh, Harvard's report also says that uh, convicts uh, convictions and sentences of the cases it examined were uh, often the result of split juries, which yeah. we saw, inadequate defense, yep. racial bias or yep. exclusion or overzealous prosecutors. Uh, and I got to be honest with you here. And they talk about some specific cases that we don't need to get into. Yeah. The re- this is weird. Alabama, I, di- I looked for a case in Alabama, just yeah. geog- geographically. I was looking for a case in Alabama. And I'm looking through these cases, and a lot of these cases, and it's weird because a lot of the uh, a lot of the southern states have this where there's just a lot of robberies, yeah. and they catch these people for murder and, and robbery. There's yeah. a lot of just like nobody didn't know the person went into a convenience store, shot a guy for forty dollars, yeah. went out and bought liquor or something. There's a lot of that going on. That goes on everywhere, all the states, yeah. but they seemed extra heavy in the South. And then I found. So many cases. Jimmy, I can't tell. This case took forever to pick out mm-hmm. because I I had gone through reading and looking into three different cases before this sure. that all turned out to be more than likely false convictions. That's fucked up. Some of them ended up being actually overturned convictions yeah. of dead men, of men who what? were executed. It's already over. And some of them were still in the process of yeah. trying to exonerate a person who was put to death 20 years ago. That's too bad. And it was so – Jimmy – it broke my fucking heart. Yeah. It was so, and this is why we say we don't love the death right. penalty because when you got a guy like this, right. who did it in front of a fuckload of people, said he right. did it, blah blah blah. This is a different story. But when you have any questions at all, mm-hmm. it's really fucked up. We can roll root and say fuck this yeah. guy, but there's people who get the death penalty that we don't know if right. they did it. And there were so many people down there, and I mean, call it whatever it is, but I'm just going to call it like it fucking is, like yeah. it's factual. Most of the people, all three of these cases I found were black guys. Yep. Uh, Two out of the three had IQs under 60. Under 60. Dude, Forrest Gump was like a 72, man. (laughs) Under 60. They couldn't understand even what the fuck was going on. They forced them and coerced them to sign statements that they didn't know what they were. They couldn't fucking read. And they'd have them read a statement and sign it when they're illiterate. Terrible. Shit like that, where they like the, railroaded these the people. Song, the the, the no evidence. Steve Earle song, Billy yeah. Austin. It's just black, Dude, brown, and poor people. No evidence. Nothing. And then, then that's the other thing. The white guy that was in there just super poor. Yeah. And it was just like they were fucking... 
It was just basically they needed to make an arrest yeah. because someone shot, you know, Ellie Mae right. and, and that Susie Bob. Yeah. And that, that, they said it was fuck, it's probably that guy. Yep. And he didn't deny because he's I too stupid. I heard her scream, it's a black guy. And we can convict him because yeah. he's too stupid to do anything right. about it. And that's what ends up happening. And he has no money and for he has a no lawyer, money, lot of offense. And that's what it is. And I saw that so much and more than any other state. Yeah. I mean, I found one or two in other states or whatever. This was so many of them, yeah. I had to take a step back and go, what the fuck? How am I going to find a case? They're <laughs> all bullshit. Out, they just net anybody and bring them in. What it's do they crazy. get in Alabama? They make SEC champions and fucking death row <laughs> and, criminals. And <laughs> lethal injection parties. <laughs> candidates. So, and candidates. So anyway, that is, uh, that is Irvington, Alabama, and that is uh, the story of all those poor... Poor, poor dead people, the Jesus. Barbers, the Paravicinis, and uh, ter- terrible thing here, and mm. a little bit of a weird state also. Uh, hope you liked that story. I hope you did. If you did, I know what you can do. Jimmy, do you have an idea? Because I, I do. They could go to iTunes. Holy shit, could they give us five stars? <laughs> That'd be helpful. Doesn't matter what they say about us, because it's not for our egos, and we know that for a fact. It's just for <laughs> business purposes. Help us with that funky, funky iTunes algorithm, if that's not enough for you. And you want to be an even bigger superstar. Oh, uh, we got a list of like them. Like a list of them that we're going to read in a minute. The people that we love the most are producers. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash crime in sports. Or going over to PayPal using our email address, crimeinsports at gmail.com. You can reach us there, or you can reach us at Small Town Murder on Instagram, at Murder Small on Twitter, yeah. Small Town Pod on Facebook. That's... Just search for Small Town yeah. Murder and you will find us. Or go to the website, shut up and give me murder.com, where you can find everything about us. You can find merch, new t shirts out yeah. there, mugs, tour dates, which Towels? will be up very soon. Shit, yeah. Towels, bath mats, shower curtains, you name it we got it on that website do that but that none of that shit matters because yeah. the only thing that matters now with everything out of the way are our favorite people yes our producers our list of the most wonderful people that i'd like to hear right now give it to me jimmy this week was incredible thank you guys so much the executive producers are susan deguaya uh aaron cox thomas spade chrissy ann castaldi the color chick i don't know who that is i well, imagine thank you for, that. Your, for your color uh, chick. jason daniels travis mccollum brianna becky i think it is it might be back back or be yeah, with the b she is B's. fucking amazing she's amazing thank you so much ridiculous we brianna. want to know, we want to know how you. to pronounce your name correctly because yeah. you're awesome thank uh, you uh, it's ridiculous that i'm struggling on that but i'm gonna nail uh neilu ross and johnny yeah uh, how well about we, that? we met him we know <laughs> Him. Her, her. <laughs> I was thinking of. I'm yeah, sorry. It's all right. She's the bodybuilder in San yeah, Francisco. She's cool she's as terrific. shit. I remember her. Yeah. She's totally awesome. I right. was thinking of Portland. Oh really yeah, yeah. Cool uh, I forget his name. I know his name too. From, the guy yeah, moving sorry. to the the shithole that we got. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, cool, yeah, dude. Right. Yeah, really, really cool guy. Right. I love that guy. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, happy anniversary to Chrissy and uh, Travis in uh, Saunders. Chrissy, Chrissy. Sa- God damn it. <laughs> Chrissy Saunders and Travis Saunders in Utah. Uh, they came to the Phoenix Live show. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys both. Happy anniversary. Yeah, uh, Shelly so Trollian, I think it is. T R O L I A N. Trollian. That's a difficult one. And I'm, I don't. I don't Sounds whatever. right. Trollian. I, 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 I think I got it. We'll I think it's Trollian. I, I think so. so. Yeah. Uh, and then happy Father's it Day to now. Jeff Terry. I know it's late. Uh, we missed last week, but happy Father's Day, man. I hope you had a great day. Uh, yes. We're to leave it in there. Happy Father's Day. Uh, Emily Meany Gilbert, uh, Bree Ryan, Jason Fuller, Craig McGeechan, uh, Tabitha Byer, Raul Lima, uh, Chelsea Gerleman, uh, Tyler Adkins, Kapow Designs, Cat uh, Power, hey, uh, Abby Hinson, Under the Sea Fabrics, John Codling, uh, Sean Hartley, Ashley View or Voe, uh, Nicolette Kisloff. She's awesome. She always she donates, is. and She's we terrific. don't know how to say yeah. her name. It's it's terrible. Ruined it every, it's French. Yeah. I'm sure of it. 
Yeah. That's a lot of fucking vowels. Pro bear. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> Kaylee Davis, Patrick Fett, or Fetty, uh, Angelia Wells, uh, Jake LeBeer came through again. Thanks, Jake. Uh, Mary Faust, uh, Amy Rowlerson, Angela McGovern, uh, Michael Kenny, Kennedy. Uh, Mike, that's right, Mike Kennedy. Mike, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Every time I want uh, <laughs> Every time, we, huh? Got to get you a new name, man. Uh, <laughs> Jillian Hardy, Heather Norton, uh, Barbara Johnson, Emmy Dumont, Jesse Hartman, that guy, and J- Ted Cyrus and Jesse. Yes, thank you, guys you guys are fantastic. Guys. Thank oh, you. Oh, my God. Annalise thank Del Hall, uh, Laura Faust. Fauson or Faus one? Not not going to try much harder. (laughs) Not going to mess it up. Right. Uh, Crystal Cook, Corey with no last name. Uh, Lexi Skelton, Sean Hartley, uh, Gariscus, I I think. Cassandra Schro, uh, Chris Karen, uh, Sandra with no last name, Kat with no last name, Nicholas Matthias or Matthias? Matthias. Yes. No. Matthias. Uh, you're probably right. Maybe. I, I don't fucking know. I'm an idiot. Yeah. That's all, well, that's all they're idiots. I mean, neither of us can <laughs> Tim, read names. Tim so. Holzem, uh, Faison uh, Khan. Or, yeah, Faison Khan. That's true. That's uh, a cool name. Chloe uh, Huchula, uh, Tabitha Beyer. I think I said that once. Uh, Jordan Merchant, Vicky uh, Yano Shaw. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> you said like that, like it was confirmed by that person in the room. I'm positive. Yes. Aaron Terrell, right. uh, Nathan Nolte. That guy's awesome. He's a cop. Uh, thank you, Nathan. Appreciate thank you. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, Lisa McLaughlin, Pickle Bean. I don't, I, that's weird. I knew two guys in high school, one named Pickle, one named Yeah, Bean. yeah, yeah. That's weird. Uh, Brianna, Sha- uh, maybe somebody picked that up. Probably. No, maybe. maybe. I don't maybe know. Who the fuck knows? We called him Pickle because he stood up and walked and he was really stoned. And somebody goes, uh, if a pickle could stand up and walk, it would walk like you. So then they just call them pickle forever. Why a pickle did they pick? That I have. Out? They were stoned too. That's oh, why. That's an odd thing to pick. <laughs> were you eating pickles? I would have said dildo. Was there pickles around? <laughs> no, there were no pickles okay. anywhere near. This doesn't make sense. Troy Graham, Brianna Shabalin. I think they said that. Uh, Mara Spencer, Mara Spencieri. That's it. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thomas with no last name. Brinchindo. No, Brinchito. Thirty-nine. I think. No. Maybe. Martini. No, maybe. <laughs> Martini's and Macabre Podcast. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank uh, you. Corey Brax, Troy Husaby, uh, Sarah Carter, Stephanie Wheeler, Luke Young, Vanessa Costner, uh, Hannah Taylor, uh, D- DBA. No no name, just DBA. Doing business as I think a so. donor. Right. Thank uh, you. Lisa Harden, uh, uh, Ka- Ka- Callie? Callie Johnson. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sure. Megan yeah, Perry. <laughs> Megan Perry, Bryant Tool, Kat Oyala. Uh, oh, cool. She's hey, terrific. Kat. Thanks, Kat. Uh, Kate Myers, Stitches and Steel. I don't know what that is. Uh, I look think it it's up. a business. I think you should look it, it up and buy some shit from them. That's what I think. Stitch or Steel, fucking call them. Call them up. Uh, D- Denise Clapp. Hey, stay away from the clap. Yeah. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Avoid Dugan. the clap. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> I love that. Alana Fernard. So <laughs> Francisco Bento. Uh, Tony Tony Dodson. Dodson. Tony Dodson. Amanda uh, Patrav- Trap- Patravito. Yes. Amanda Patrovito. I love how you celebrate when you think you get, yes. (laughs) Fucking yeah. It's not even, yes, that's what it is. It's yes. Got it out. Lindsay Morse, donating some of that Morse code fortune. Thank Uh, you. Carrie Sentineau, uh, Corey Luthan, Corey Luthan, I think. No? Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm Luthan, done. Luthan, Luthan. Jason Scott, Toralf Karji. <laughs> what really? was that last one? <laughs> Toralf Karji? Toralf Karji. All right. I think so. Thank you, Toralf. 
<laughs> Lila Blake, uh, Steve Schnell over there in Philly. Hey, Thanks, Steve. Steve. Uh, Matthew Jarrett, Austin Fowler, Louisa Williams, uh, Andy Reynolds, Janae Content, or Con- Content? Con- content, content, right? Content? content? I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah, know. You it. have the names in front of you. Uh, you're right. Ali <laughs> Cannon Remote Sessions, Jessica, Nora Vickery, Narelle Page, Angela Shaw, Cordell McNabb. I hope that, God damn it, I want it to be. That's Cordell uh, Stewart I, and Donovan McNabb's yeah, love I, child. I want it to be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> related to one of them. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Biggs, Jonathan Couch. No, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Look, no, it's Jay yes. Nathan. Jay Nathan Couch? Oh, or is Jay it Jonathan Nathan Couch. Ooh, <laughs> either way. Fuck, did I skip an Ooh, O? What a turn on. <laughs> Brianna, Brianna Pink Pampina, uh, uh, Araya, Araya Griffin, Devin, fuck, Rinnikoff? Rinnikoff, Regnikoff. Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Casey, Casey Catalan. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Well, honestly, we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. And if you knew the behind the scenes of it all, you would know <laughs> the stress. How fucking important <laughs> that is because yeah. you, you literally keep us alive and keep us being able to pay our bills. Yeah. While we're trying to fucking navigate insane business bullshit with assholes <laughs> so that said uh we can't thank you guys enough and what if somebody said they can't thank you enough and they want to find you and tell you that how you can they can do it jimmy me on twitter instagram and snapchat at wisman sucks w-h-i-s-m-a-n sucks and uh I, I just i love hearing from you guys i love seeing the dog pictures that's fucking they're awesome bananas lately too by the way and thank you guys so much for everything we really appreciate you absolutely and i'm at jimmy p is funny you can get a hold of me there or you can uh copy and paste my last name from the show description and find me somewhere else go for it don't hurt yourself don't try to spell it it's just a mess and you won't be able to do it at least stretch first at least stretch (laughs) yeah you're gonna pull a hammy you know what i mean so that said everybody guys we're very excited to come back next week and Mm -hmm. every single week and until Mm -hmm. next week it's been our pleasure bye Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Small Town Murder early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus.